0: Okay, I'm Warwick Davis, and you're listening to Below the Belt Show. <laughs> nice! Okay, <laughs> cheers, Thank guys. You. Cheers. Have Thanks, guy, Warwick. Everyone. The Below the Belt Show is closed captioned for the hearing impaired. It is now
1: time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up, goes down.
2: One here, <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. Never say that. Goonies never say die.
3: Wax on, wax off.
2: <laughs>
4: That's right, guys. It's time for another episode of BTB. Hello, The Dolph Show. In the house, guys, I'm host. Celebrity Soto, your host with the most here for your weekly pleasure, continuing in good holiday cheer Uh, all month on BTB, guys. And not only is it a continuation of holiday cheer, it's also the birthday virtual celebration of... The one and only, that's right, he is the Persian prince of pop culture. He is the man with the common presence, the fan favorite. The list goes on and on. Uh, (laughs) Kneel before him, guys. He is Mike, the General Zod. Happy birthday, Mike. Well, thank you.
1: I don't know. Um, You know, you reach a certain age where suddenly you don't want to think about your birthday as as much as you used to. Right. And i kinda of, I kind of passed that age a while ago actually. <laughs> but um yeah, it's uh I'm always uh, as I said before we started recording, I am always yeah. any sort of adulation and absolute, um any compliments that come my way. So yes, celebrate my birthday. My birthday <laughs> is amazing. Everyone ah! told me how fucking great I am. Okay, there you it go. <laughs> is, it is the anniversary of my birth.
4: Okay, but, there you go. Yes. But no,
1: thank you very much, and it is always great to be here. It's been a while since I've been here. It seems like at least. So yeah,
4: uh, well, since the since the uh, the Chachi birthday celebration, which yeah, uh, we did take a little Thanksgiving break. So um, yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, good to have you back, Mike, the General Zod. Let's go ahead and also welcome back. He is a cosplayer extraordinaire. He is a podcaster extraordinaire. He's also a production hand extraordinaire, working on all the amazing productions in the DMV area. But He's is he one an on... extra extraordinaire? <laughs> I <don't> think he <laughs> dabbles in that realm, at least yet. But nonetheless, <laughs> he is. Jesse Fresco, a.k.a. Hardcore Bloodshot, back on BTB.
2: Back again.
4: (laughs) Good to have you. And I guess you could answer General Zod's question, Jesse. Extra work? Do you do Uh, it? uh,
0: If I was paid well enough, sure. Okay. Uh, I haven't done any, though, uh, on uh, major films, though.
4: (laughs) So uh, Jesse's the man, usually behind the camera, General Zod, uh, working as... An electrician, a grip, um, and in many other aspects, right? You've had other duties within the crew, right?
0: Uh, occasionally work as a PA, but mostly I'm electrician at this point. Nice.
4: Very, very nice. Did
0: you
1: uh, actually go to school to, to, to be an electrician, or is it just something you picked up?
0: No, I, I went to school for film uh, in Towson, and then okay. I, went to, and you, I basically learned a lot of the electrical stuff on the job. So uh, gotcha.
2: Yeah.
1: So,
0: right when I got out of college, I got right into the film business. And right when I got into the film business, the economy collapsed in 2008. So that was great.
4: <laughs> that <laughs> All was right, fun. We have, well, we got someone else to introduce. That's a lot of fun. She's the ravishing Russian. Uh, <laughs> she's also an actress extraordinaire. She's worked on many amazing sets over her career, uh, representing the New York, New Jersey area. Anna Kuchma back on BTB. Yeah, you know, the
5: cheer for myself now. <laughs>
4: <Well, laughs> the you know, ravishing what? Russian, you're back.
5: <laughs> I was going to mention something that uh, to Jesse. That's really cool. I respect that, and uh, I I a little bit behind the scenes as well. But um, I got to learn a skill of focus pulling. So I've done a few mm. movies uh, as a focus puller.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. That can be a very nerve-wracking job at times.
1: (laughs) Focus puller. So uh, for the people who aren't intricately aware of every ins and outs of making a a movie, what is that?
5: Well, uh, when you watch any show, anything on TV, you want to make sure that it's in focus, meaning, uh, Mm -hmm. well, it's in focus. So the person who pulls the focus is the person who makes sure that the subject of... uh, uh, the frame is in focus or whatever else that they want to, they could rack focus from one to another as well. So, well, usually it's uh, the person who's talking that's going to be in focus. If there's two yeah. people, for example, but uh-huh. or, or if they're talking to each other, it's going to be both of them. But it's up to the discretion to the, of the focus puller, uh, what they think would make the more dynamic shot.
1: Ah, so I always thought that was the province of, like, the camera person or the cinematographer, but it's yep. good to they know that. They don't have that. the hands oh. to do it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Like,
5: if we were to, talking to one another, you, it, 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 it depends on what type of a shot. If you're doing this, which is uh, facing each other, then, well, I guess it, it just depends, really, So on yeah. the angle. But uh, it's it's interesting, and you need to know how to do it, and not to mess up where somebody else is talking, and you're actually focusing on the other person.
2: Yeah, oh, it yeah. literally
4: is in the title of what you what what it is a focus bullet. Yeah. yeah, correct, uh, correct. Yes,
5: very important aspect. Yes, that,
4: very important aspect.
5: That so, and the second one is actually sound, because you can actually watch something that you could barely see, but if the sound is off,
2: mm-hmm.
4: or the
5: lip sync of it, then you're kind of screwed, you know. Okay. The product's well, down.
4: Very, very important job for sure. Now, general off air, you mentioned um something that you wanted to to, to bring up on, maybe this particular show, maybe shows going forward to encourage uh, more interaction for those less vocal. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, was <laughs> I think
4: everybody here is pretty vocal though. But we yeah, have I mean, I some don't... people on that have not been vocal at all. Let's <laughs> be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah, um, I but, mean.
1: That wouldn't be the case tonight, although we could still do it because uh
4: Yeah, absolutely. Of, what do you want it's your birthday, so what would you like the the topic to be? Started. <laughs> um I wasn't
1: thinking a particular topic. I was just thinking about giving each person like a few minutes to basically you know how we do the plugs and um well I usually have nothing to plug. Although I am doing improv still. Yes,
4: so I think that's, that's amazing something.
1: by the way. The um Like just to uh, because there's so like, you know, all of us are really, really avid like consumers and uh, uh, consumers and, you know, devourers of all like a wide variety of pop culture and media. You know, maybe we could just talk about something like, you know, that we're really into or something that's a little forgotten that we all like and just, you know, give a few lines as to what makes it so great and wow,
4: something that's maybe been forgotten that's uh, interesting
1: yeah because like you know we tend to you know even though we do like have a broad array of stuff that we talk about on here it still does tend to get focused into you know it's either you know sci-fi superhero stuff or occasionally like you know reality show stuff and or wrestling so like we could talk about like things that maybe don't fall into that province that we
4: Sure. Into. Well, why don't you um for for the the uninitiated, I uh, Jenner, why don't you start then?
2: Okay. Kind of give um, us an idea we're good.
1: Could... A show that I've been really, really enjoying recently that I doubt we would talk about tonight is uh I've been really into this uh this thing on Apple TV, which I finally have Apple TV now, but <laughs> this thing on Apple TV uh called the shrink next door it's been a lot of fun to watch and um it's i mean it has paul rudd and will uh will ferrell so i mean there is you know it's you know it has the star power but it's they play characters that are so against type and it's so like uh it's been kind of fascinating watching this story about you know, this really, really kind of sad, lonely man. And he starts to get, he finds this, um, he finds this psychiatrist, I mean, this, uh, yeah, I guess he's a psychiatrist, psychiatrist that seemingly helps him, but is like actually very subtly manipulating him and taking like all of these aspects of his life. And they do it in such a subtle way. And it's, I've been enjoying it a lot. And like I said, we probably wouldn't talk about it tonight otherwise. Okay.
4: So. Okay. Fair enough and simple enough. Something that we don't normally talk about in below the belt show. Yeah. Um, Anna, would you like to go next?
5: Ah, uh, sure. I was just looking up to see what year this was. Because um, right before I, I signed in, I was watching a show called The Press, or just Press. It's a TV miniseries. Uh, it's a UK version. I guess there's a US version as well. Um Pretty interesting. Um, kind of reminds me a little bit of the um, the Apple Show. Uh, come on, help me out. With had Jennifer Aniston and the oh, show. the morning show. The morning show, yes. similar to that, but this is coverage of two uh, newspapers that are going against each other. One is the Post, uh, the other one is the Herald.
2: Mm-hmm. But the
5: Herald is like this oh, you know, we have the morals and we won't pay our sources and we'll only report blah, blah, blah and post is like corrupted and, you know, they do crazy things. Um, and there's one self-righteous uh, reporter. So uh, definitely entertaining, makes you think. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I just finished the last episode of uh, uh, Doctor Who the Flux. Um, oh. I mean, that's sci-fi yeah no no doubt that was just this sunday which is i'm like yay the good guys won oh no no spoilers right <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, how, about, how about you
4: jesse anything that um that might not be like the hot now but something that people should go back and watch
0: um well i i'm still doing all the podcasting stuff with film rescue and Montrose media so um We've started up a new a new show um, called To Whatever's Way Up, where we just talk about movies that we all enjoy. And I just saw this film called Marion Max. It's a claymation film from Australia. Uh, cool. It's phenomenal, and it's it, I it did I did I did not expect it. It was a movie that kicked me in the nuts multiple times <laughs> because it's about like uh, depression, mental disorders, uh, Asperger's, uh, suicide. Uh, mental health issues, and it's all done in the form of claymation. It's uh, about these two characters, this one guy, Max, who lives in New York, and this girl, that's eight years old, lives in Australia. They become pen pals, and uh, they both have mental problems, so they connect with each other uh, through uh, each other's letters, and it's basically about how they affected each other's lives as they grow older. It's really well done. It's very good, and it's really heartbreaking. Um but uh, yeah, we've been d- doing that show, and I've been watching a lot of films for putting together our best of 2021 list of films for the year, and I just watched probably the worst film I've ever seen mm-hmm. this year called Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, uh, the worst I, one, really? I, I, I heard. Oh, wow. That is the worst. Uh, I didn't shit. even finish it. I made it about half an hour in, and I was like, nope, turned it off. I was like, <laughs> this is garbage. Um, it's funny, because lead- that's,
1: that's, that's actually based on a very, very successful Broadway play. Yeah, the problem is that the lead actor,
0: Ben Platt, um, is the same actor from the Broadway show. Mm -hmm. But that was from 2008.
4: And he doesn't really Um, look like a high school kid anymore, right? He's
0: 28 now. Right. (laughs) He does not look like a high schooler, so immediately I'm turned off.
2: Right, right. The opening of that movie is like the Nine biggest fucking out. turnoff.
0: I'm like, he walks into the high school and I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> it's like, totally the wrong guy. It's because he's the producer's son. That's why he got the job. Okay. Uh, so it well. was nepotism. Yeah. So it, it, it it's it's so sappy and so corny yeah. that I hated every second of it. I didn't even finish it. I'm, gonna yeah. just, I'm It's definitely going to be the, the worst film I've seen all year long. I thought it was going to be Resident Evil as the worst film I saw all year long and that took the
1: cake. So
4: very good. Zada, can I I go a little contemporary? Is is that, is that allowed?
1: I went went contemporary. The Shrek is currently being,
4: this is a show that we, this is a a movie that we'd probably be discussing, but uh, I, after watching it, I, I feel like it's such a, a fresh breath of air, a breath of fresh air. That is that, uh, It's a film, granted, it's a high-budget film. It's on Netflix. It stars Hollywood A-List. But it's so fucking unique. It blends sci-fi, satire, dark comedy. And it's a film that you may see me in. It's called Don't Look Up. Uh, It's Adam McKay's um, latest film. Oh, is it uh,
0: Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes, Leonardo
4: DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Tyler Perry, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill... My God, it's a a Timothy Chalamet, Ariana Grande. uh, The list goes on and on. But uh, I just, the thing is, we've seen like Armageddon. We've seen movies like, uh, you know, these um, apocalyptic films, space films. But it was never handled in such a unique way before as this film, Don't Look Up. Um, And I've mentioned in the show before, it's, it's a satire film because you have half the population believing that this planet is doomed due to a comet about to, you know. In a direct path towards Earth, then you have the doubters, the science doubters, who say, "Don't look up."
1: Gee, look I can't, up. I can't even begin to imagine. What, <laughs> oh, that's uh, not topical
0: what, at all. Yeah, <laughs> what
1: modern, what modern thing that could be?
4: Right. In there. <laughs> yeah. Is this, oh, case, yeah. is this <laughs> based on the a novel? Duo, uh, <laughs> I think it's, it's an original story by Adam McKay, and, Kay, and uh, it's uh, it, it. Meryl Streep plays the president, and the uh, the president is kind of um very takes the the impending doom very flippantly like doesn't really give a fuck like or oh i gotta wait for my campaign first before we start telling that the everybody the world is gonna end you know and then we're all doomed um but uh i got to go to the new york um screening this past monday sag after screening uh with q a with um leonardo dicaprio jonah hill meryl streep Fantastic Q and a uh, Jennifer Lawrence was supposed to make it. Sadly, she couldn't make it because she couldn't handle all the um, press that she was doing. And supposedly she was wiped out and she, she's pregnant uh, and uh, uh, might be the reason why she didn't make the premiere. They, they just said that she's pregnant and she couldn't be here. So, okay. <laughs>
2: but nonetheless, it was,
4: uh, I'm telling you guys, it's such a, it, and I don't remember the last time I've seen Lear leo dicaprio in something that's more more leaning towards comedy i know wolf of wall street had its comedic moments but Mm. this was this was leaned heavier on the comedy aspect you know so and the fact that leo plays you know this kind of nerdy um but you know scientist this astronomer um they, they they call him A low level astronomer because uh, initially you know he's not in any position um that's noteworthy um, until he links up with jennifer lawrence and both of them discover this crazy comet that's in direct path towards earth and um and basically everyone has a six month six month heads up to do whatever they want to do uh before Mm -hmm. this uh this comet hits uh, the Earth. So I know General wasn't really in your realm, but I felt like it really consumed me this week, and ha- my mind was on it all week, guys. It's it's Don't Look Up, drops on Netflix later this month, and uh, and uh, yeah, Lucifer's hammer. Luf- Lucifer's <laughs> hammer. Take a look at that. Take a look at Lucifer's hammer. Well, wow. oh, so story, it's huh? also it's also post apocalyptic. Ooh, um, it's a survival novel by Larry Niven and Jerry Purnell. Okay, okay. Um, it's if, I'm guessing Jesse, this is very, very similar mm-hmm. to "Don't Look Up" as far as the plot. Yeah.
0: In this case, it actually does hit the planet. Part of it does hit the planet, and it it's about the fallout of what happens to civilization after there's massive devastation. So. Wow, there's like That's 50 cool. characters in the story. It, it's one yeah. of those like hundreds of people are in the story. It opens up with like context for who each character is. So
4: interesting. Yeah. Well, it's good I look. would it's,
0: if you're if you need a little something like don't look up, look up Lucifer's hammer.
4: And
5: it's also the it... comments uh, that I just watched recently a TV show, but it's more like. Um, they are losing uh, oxygen in the atmosphere and only some people who are higher up know that they're going to lose everything very soon so like if you mm-hmm. don't relocate into one area you're you're going to die and there's like zones yeah. and you have <laughs> to get into them and uh, so yeah so the rich win and everybody else just dies i mean well, we don't yeah. know that for Kinda- sure
1: Kind of makes you think about why so many billionaires are obsessed with space travel these days.
2: Well, (laughs) I'll tell
4: you what. There was a very similar billionaire type of character in this Don't Look Up. Kind of similar to to Elon Musk. Kind of had some quirkiness to him. Um, His name was Bash. And he owns a a corporation called Bash. And um, interesting enough, he plays a very pivotal um, role in this film. Um, And... uh, Yeah, it's satire galore, guys. And uh, yeah, I I highly, highly recommend this film uh, to everybody uh, to watch. So, um, yeah, so that that's what I I guess kind of what was on my mind this week, guys, but it was a really cool um, uh, to take to to be a part of this uh, really cool uh, screening. And you might see a familiar face taking out the trash um, during, during, the, <laughs> during the first act, so look out for <laughs> High
5: five, baby. High five. <laughs> All
4: yeah. right, so um, we're actually waiting for uh, another uh, guest co-host to join us, so when she's joining us, or he or she is joining us, we will uh, announce them. Um, we also were supposed to have actress Adrienne Ray on during the show, however... Her purpose is called, and that they have to reschedule to a last-minute conflict. However, she will be as a uh, featured as this in this week's show, just pre-recorded a different time. So, don't you worry, guys. <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll uh, start with like just discussing everything in the world of entertainment, right? I mean, that's why yeah. we're here, right?
5: Yeah, let's yeah. do it.
4: All right, so here we go with the entertainment.
2: It is time for the Hollywood Report. That's hot.
1: That's bananas. That's off the chain.
4: Ada, you are jamming out over there.
5: <laughs> That's one of my favorite. Well, good Charlotte is.
4: Yes, great. I love the good Charlotte, man. All right. All right, General Zod, I know you got a lot, of, lot to talk about this one. Let's just get into it. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Now, this one uh, has a title. This is the sequel of Into the Spider-Verse, but it's called Spider-Man Across the Mm Spider-Verse. All right. Um, So it uh, basically picks off where uh, Miles Morales uh, is relaxing in bed while listening to Post Malone. (laughs) And then after being contacted by Gwen Stacy, a.k.a. Spider-Gwen, Uh, Voiced by Haley Steinfeld from an alternate dimension. The two exit Morales' bedroom window, and the teaser climaxes with footage of Morales as Spider Man swinging through cities, showcasing the sequel's animation style. Right.
1: I never realized that was Haley Steinfeld. I just. Yeah. uh, Yeah, that's wild. I didn't even.
4: She's in two aspects of the Marvel Universe. Yeah,
1: I guess because back when Into the Spider Verse came out, she really wasn't. I mean, I remembered her from True Grit, but, like, you know, otherwise I didn't really think about her much.
0: She was in Bumblebee. Yeah,
1: yeah I still
0: haven't Bumblebee
4: seen Bumblebee was fantastic. <laughs> like,
1: Nobody yeah. saw Bumblebee.
0: <laughs> I heard it's, like, the best oh, of Oh, the- it was
4: actually the best of the Transformers. It is.
0: It is the best one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they threw out everything that had anything to do with Michael Bay until <laughs> the last 30 seconds.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think Michael Bay needs to... St- to, to move on from the franchise i i don't know
0: he'll um, never leave that that,
4: that I, I know he loves file. it but uh i don't no, know
0: he loves money is what
4: he, he yes <laughs> yes he loves money but what do you think what do you think about the trailer does it generate any interest or uh of course it does i mean the, yeah
1: the one the first one was such a phenomenally entertaining movie i really really loved it and I mean the only the only thing and like the uh you know I really love that kind of frenetic um animation style where you know it it like it almost seems like um what's the best way to describe it where they um uh, it almost seems like everything kind of like moves in waves like when uh you know stop it, motion? not exactly like stop motion but like um Where they don't really, you know, they use a lot more, like, blurred lines. They don't really have, like, really, really strong, um, strongly defined lines. So it almost seems, oh, the best way to describe it, um, and no one will get this reference because it's, like, from the early 80s. But um, there was this old school video game called Kix, Q-I-X, where they used to do that. And I thought that looked really, really cool. And I could see some of that obviously much more advanced, you know, because it's twenty twenty one.
4: Oh, but, I think I know what you're talking about when 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 it's say um the shutter speed is super duper duper slow. Yeah. And you get those lines Yeah. Um um from uh um something in motion, like yeah. cars kind of see mm-hmm. as, as yeah. Is that what you're referring to?
1: Yeah, that that kind okay. of is. I mean like um there's a you know that you know that stuff is so much fun to watch and it's so like visually striking and you know the music's always really great and um miles morales is a really cool character that it took a it took a while for me to really really appreciate him i remember when he first came out i really didn't care all that much about him (laughs) but he's like uh but like you know they've uh The one thing that I think it may be kind of an issue, it's not really an issue, but like since all of these movies are all about like the multiverse, you can't do a normal Miles Morales as Spider-Man movie like ever. Like you, you won't be able to like, you can't have him just have like a regular adventure in New York.
4: Right. Which you can do with, with Peter Parker. Yeah. But, but Miles Morales, not so much.
1: Yeah, and which is kind of a shame because like that means that it's like are these always going to be like multiverse movies? And and, yeah. and I get I get that's a weird thing to complain about because they're still really good and they're really really fun to watch. It's
2: yeah.
4: Just, yeah. No, it makes sense. Um, I'm looking forward to it, but uh, even more so because it's uh, it's happening a lot sooner. Is Spider Man No Way Home? Mm-hmm. So they just dropped. Um, Kind of like a featurette, like a trailer combined with uh, an interview with some of the classic villains, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, and Electro. Oh,
2: yeah, it's awesome. yeah,
4: yeah, so basically confirming mm-hmm. uh, Willem Dafoe, uh, Alfred Molina, and Jamie Foxx uh, reprising their roles as Green Goblin, um, you know, uh, Doc Ock, and Electro, respectively. I um, hope
1: they do Electro better because I absolutely. Yeah despised jamie fox's electro
4: well <laughs>
0: i hate that whole movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, i think he, they did a complete redesign on him yeah they like okay. yeah this looks terrible
4: yeah yeah so so here so i got a note on electro electro has been significantly changed from his blue skinned appearance in the 2014 you know amazing spider-man 2 um and the character now has an electrical rig which yeah. uh it seems to make use of Tony Stark's arc reactor technology.
1: Yeah, they 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 had, like, the little Easter egg where he had, like, the the lightning bolts coming out of his head. So it kind of looked like the original Steve Dicko mask. I thought yeah. that was neat to see that. Yeah. yeah, much, much better than what he looked like before. <laughs> but I, I mean, like, even not even just what he looked like, but I just hated that character so much that, like caricature-esque nerd that he was in the beginning where like That
0: is a stereotype when, that needs to fucking die.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I hate it.
0: It's such a cheap <laughs> shot, you know.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But the one thing that they did not show in this new featurette uh c- confirming Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire, I believe that really is their final attempt to kind of keep it mum, um, <laughs> you know.
0: They're got they've got to be in there like how do you have like if you don't have them in there everyone's gonna be disappointed because if you have into the spider-verse having all these different spider-man characters and then you put out a movie that's about the multiverse and you only have one of them everyone's gonna
1: walk out disappointed like
0: of course you're in there and
1: that and that's the and that's one of the problems I was talking about <laughs> with into the spider- verse like how do you have normal spider-man stories now
5: you <laughs> yeah <laughs> Disappointment will be definitely high because uh, yeah, I, I, I'd be I'd have so much so many expectations, and here we were just left out with the uh, just just a little bit little crumbs of <laughs> uh, the multiverse.
2: Yeah, yes,
4: um, it's good, and I hope it's you know multiverse can be very convoluted, and I just really hope that this movie they keep it as as simple as possible um, because there is a lot going on, but. Uh, I mean, I think Loki did a fairly good job. I guess that was yeah. the first mention of, of the multiverse, and I think they did a very um, fair job of doing it. So let's hope the Spider-Man movie does the same. But uh, no I'm excited, way- man! I'm excited about uh, No Way Home.
5: I was, I was going to say it, it all depends on the writing and then the execution, and slowly one thing after another. And who knows if they messed it up or not?
2: Mm-hmm. We will
4: have to wait and find out. Also upcoming in theaters in 2022, um, we mentioned the Steven Spielberg um, biopic of sorts. It's, it's loosely based on Spielberg's formative years and the relationship with his parents. It's called The Fablements. Hmm. Uh, they just announced the release date, November 23rd, 2022. <laughs> um, and it's got a great cast. It's got Michelle Williams, Seth Rogen, Paul Dano, Gabriel LaBelle.
5: And it's, I think, for filming in New York City.
4: Yes, I believe it was filming in New York, right?
5: Because I've seen a couple of posts where they were looking, and they were saying Steven Spielberg, and I remember the name when you mentioned it.
4: Nice. I've seen, I've
5: seen those castings, absolutely.
4: I know, but you didn't, you didn't submit. I'm guessing.
5: Nope.
4: Nope, <laughs> not yet, not ready yet, huh? Nope. Anna's not ready to get back on set, and uh, of course, with this new Omicron variant, you know, you know, movie tickets. Uh, I don't know if it has to do with Omicron or not, but uh, box office was pretty light over the weekend. Um, roughly half of what they were um, over the Thanksgiving weekend. So for a non-holiday weekend, it was actually lower. Uh, but Encanto, uh, Disney's Encanto, uh, still the number one movie. Um, of course, that uh, has songs written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Features the voice of Stephanie Beatrice. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife number two movie still Um, we mentioned uh, Ghostbusters last week and how awesome that movie was guys this is how you do a movie sequel years after the original movie uh, drops basically if you're revisiting a franchise take notes (laughs) from Ghostbusters Afterlife they did it perfectly there's so many failed reboots and, and reboot sequels and Um, they all missed the mark except for ghostbusters afterlife so um house of gucci the third movie which i still have to see although critics are panning this movie um but are they yeah it's got a really low score on rotten tomatoes i don't know why that's a
1: shame it looks it looked intriguing it did yeah and
4: let me check what it is on rotten tomatoes because i it kind of disturbs me that that uh based on the the cast and how everyone you know i mean look everyone's a phenomenal actor lady gaga yeah, it's a 61%, Adam driver
0: it's a 61 percent. that's not terrible
4: yeah.
2: well
1: still not great <laughs> it's like yeah. uh it's
0: not great but you know it's fine
1: I mean, Rotten that, Tomatoes also is like, you know... It's not
0: a great place to go for proper reviews. It's an aggregator. It's like, it, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't mean that much. You know, it's it's the best kind of source we have for getting a generalized review, but it's not terribly accurate.
4: Yeah. yeah.
5: Maybe it's slow for the taste. Is that possible?
4: Yeah. No, no, no. This is uh, critics. So uh, yeah, 60, yeah. 61%. Audience, however, rated an 83%. So
0: yeah. Also, I feel like Ridley Scott, as a director, I, when he's good, he's good, but when he's bad, he is bad. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's pretty bad. What's, right. the, he what's, is, the, uh, what's
1: the worst Ridley Scott movie you can think of? <sighs> Off the top of your head. Yeah, that's a good
4: question.
5: He did a
1: bunch of crap
0: back in the 80s. Let's look at the
5: IMDb.
0: Like, Black Rain, I think it's one of them. That's what it's
1: that called. You know, I actually I loved Black Rain when it first happened. I was I was in like middle school when it came out, so I don't know if I'd like it now. But I remember thinking that was such a cool movie when it first came out. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh no, no, I take it back. A Good Year, that's the worst.
1: That's that's the worst. Good Year.
0: Hmm. That is the worst because it is. Boring. <laughs> don't even write too
5: hard. many movies to choose from. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh,
0: it's, yeah but he, he has only, he's got like five or six movies <laughs> I go back to consistently,
4: but most of the movies I'm kind of like, I just don't give a shit.
2: I just, <laughs> uh-huh. I just don't
4: give a shit. Fourth place was Christmas with the Chosen, The Messengers, a Christmas movie in the top five, and The Eternals still hanging on, uh, rounding up the top five at the box office. and. 11, uh, i haven't seen it oh jess, jess. It, it's i know a, i
0: mean my buddy seth on film rescue says he loved it because it's a very yeah. different kind of film because it is it's very not, different not traditional there's it's like not no your real film. villain it's in not, the movie which made me very no. happy to hear
2: other
4: than yeah other than those deviants yeah yeah but and there's then, no like course, there's no like main a benedict a benedict arnold yeah which will be spoiled but you know well it's a movie's been out for a while but yeah one one of them becomes evil sure. <laughs> so yes there. I guess there is kind of
1: a Yeah, he doesn't necessarily become evil. It's just that he he remains true to what he thought his purpose was.
4: Ah. Uh, oh, that's an interesting way of putting it. All right, so we got uh, Miss Tiffany Marie Ford, TMF. Can we hear you?
6: Can you hear me? Yeah.
4: All right. We welcome. She is now glowing on D T V um it's been a minute it has been a minute since we've had her on but we're happy to have her back um and she's the one and only cosplayer extraordinaire um photographer um multi-talented the list goes on and on um the one and only tmf tiffany marie ford aka fear winters aka uh we got a lot of nicknames don't we
6: Hello again, guys. It's been a while. It's nice to see your faces.
4: Yes.
6: And happy birthday. Look <laughs> at the smile.
4: Michael like General you. Zod's
6: birthday. This Thank Saturday. you very much.
4: They're celebrating a little earlier, starting the birthday week, right? Right, General Zod. Exactly. Exactly. Come
5: on, it's a birthday month. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well i gotta share that with jesus so <laughs> it doesn't quite uh it doesn't quite work as well
4: <laughs> tmf i know you prepared some talking points or notes about uh spider-man no way home we actually talked about it a little earlier but we, we will come back to it because i i know you have some opinions yes you have some opinions on yes, spider-man
6: no way home like i was i was spiraling out with what they're connecting and the universes and just happy about it but i have plenty if we come back to that i'm just here to jump right in with you guys
4: okay well yeah we we were discussed a little earlier in the program but uh do you have any thoughts on on the latest trailer which they was more like a featurette with with the villains bringing back the classic villains yeah
6: up to the sinister six so it it was kind of focused on all the villains like you you had lizard in there uh, i mean um you you had um possibly vulture i believe has been rumored electro like my goodness just all of the people that that all uh. of the that were in there and then there's there's still ones that they haven't confirmed but you're kind of already seeing that it's leading up to that anyway you got the um the goblin like i'm just it's it's I'm i'm so happy to see that these universes are finally crossing not just for the um avid fans but the people that go to those movies and don't understand why is this one so different or why did they cast this character and they're always complaining about you know the differences because they don't they don't necessarily understand or have not gone back through the comics enough to understand that this is intentional these are different universes so i really think that just the way that they're going to connect it is going to combine and really unite fans as well as just the the cinematic fans too so like i said i have a I'm, i'm very very passionate excited about it i saw it and i'm like I know what they're doing, and then you—you <laughs> you have they—they they played the themes from Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man yes. Barfield. So whether they've wanted to confirm it or not, no, it's definitely signified it.
4: Yeah, they didn't show yeah. them in the third trailer or featurette, but yeah, I think one can assume that they yeah, will be showing.
6: there's so much that there's to look forward to. I know what I'm yes. going to see on Christmas, like the one thing i can do while pregnant that's exciting yay
4: <laughs> so i guess we haven't formally announced because it's been a minute since you've been on btb uh tmf tell us uh, the big news
6: um i mean i can show you the big news because i'm, <laughs> big. <laughs> I'm uh, very big
2: uh um,
6: my my little boy um uh-huh. uh, his name is going to be james cole uh i am due in about four weeks now at best
5: <laughs> four weeks that's
2: wonderful yes.
6: wow i feel like a whale and mm. this is as festive as i could get it this this far oh, I, know,
4: I know i love it you look you're glowing you're you have that you know the pregnancy glow that, that, that i like people
6: hearing about. that i think things that people should avoid saying to a pregnant woman um are things like you're getting so big or you're getting huge
2: you glow can-
6: You look so pregnant and vibrant. That is so much more positive. The baby looks healthy, but you're huge. <laughs> you can barely
2: fit into your
4: shoes.
6: Uh, that part's actually true right now.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well Tiffany, we're happy you could join us for more pop culture talk. So um yeah, it's
6: been a while. I've been yeah. up. Like I have the time to actually sit down with my husband and watch the cartoons. Like I watched the, yes. the trailer for um the uh, Spider Verse two as well. And I'm yes. just there's just the best time to be on bed rest.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. Very good point. Because there's a lot of content out there for sure. Yeah. Uh,
6: but speaking of Spider Man, I got
4: uh, this is interesting. Tom Holland will be swapping in his web shooters for dancing shoes. <laughs> he confirmed that he'll be portraying legendary actor, and dancer, and singer Fred Astaire in an upcoming biopic for Sony. So he's playing young Fred Astaire. Oh, wow. Yeah, very interesting, man. So um, he's
0: young Nathan Drake, and he's young Fred Astaire. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so basically, if there's a young version of a character. We just call
4: him. We just call Tom Holland. Yeah, we just call him.
1: Okay. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even picture a young Fred Astaire. I mean, obviously he was young at some point in his right, life, yeah. <laughs> but it's like everything so. I've ever seen Fred Astaire in, like the 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 old the the famous old footage, he has to be at yeah. least forty. <laughs> it
4: is so he rose to prominence in his, his, his middle age but uh maybe we'll see see a a glimpse of him maybe the untold story you know yeah. of fred astaire you know so that, i think that's really cool um
0: have you guys seen fred astaire tap dancing to the song weapon of choice by fat, fat boy slim no it sounds familiar because uh, i do like <laughs> fat boy slim okay well, I'm dropping this in the chat. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is great.
2: <laughs> I oh, got no, all that, Is that the song
1: that Christopher Walken does this yes. like, insane? That's the one. Dance oh, I've you. seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. That,
2: yeah it's
4: yes. Chris, now all you have to say is Christopher Walken, and now we all know what you're talking about. <laughs> yep. it's
5: the, the Christopher
0: Walken dancing yeah. video. Yeah. It's a, it's
5: a timeless one. I mean, yeah. he's fantastic. Yeah. It's supposed to be, like, supposedly done in like one shot or like one take or whatever it was. Like, because the camera's following the whole time without the yep. cuts. Yep. So I think it's, yeah. That's good Fabulous. stuff. So Other Marvel news.
0: Yeah, I came across that because I'm still in Dune mode. Because I'm still obsessed with Dune at the moment. And that song actually includes a quote from the book. Uh, Walk without rhythm, it won't attract the worm. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, I'm just like, that's pretty good. I didn't know Fatboy Slim was a Frank Herbert fan. <laughs> there
2: you go.
0: awesome
4: and please see dude if you haven't seen it my gosh what do you oh, it's right, so people? good gosh <laughs> you know three a times. Little spoof of uh, dude on saturday live with uh very, very passionate Eden thompson it's pretty funny fans,
6: that's for sure like if i thought star wars was bad well then the other people come back with well, well, Dude. that was first so i'm just like whoa here okay but i actually might questionably like this a bit more than star wars i'm gonna just pretend whoa Wow.
4: well hello those are fighting words yes <laughs> Yes. i didn't Thank love
5: you. dune by the way i mean i didn't hate it but i didn't love it i mean yeah. it was for me i i didn't realize that it was based on like six books or whatever yeah. right so i expected it to be just a movie and be done yeah. and mm. here it's like the introduction to the continuation yeah. right and so the beginning first half i would i found it to be kind of slow and uneventful but then later on obviously once the fighting the killing began then i was like yay but do you
4: think all six books will be adapted jesse um they're gonna try <laughs> i mean because we only saw the first half of book one correct
0: yeah 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 but Villeneuve wants to do a trilogy of the first two books because um the second yeah. book ends paul Trady's story so um uh, Spoiler alert: Paul becomes an asshole. Um, yeah, like 60 billion people, I think, are dead because of him. Something like that. The jihad well, gets out of control.
1: You so, either die a hero or live, live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah, yeah,
2: oh, man. It's but they're really going to try dark. to get if they can get dark.
0: If they can get to that fourth book where the main character is a giant worm king, I'll be happy. That's my favorite one. So
4: yeah, That's yeah. the yeah. Hutt runs the galaxy.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: Oh, wow. So Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings director Destin Daniel Cretton is, uh, is basically confirmed that they will be developing a sequel to Shang-Chi. I knew it! I knew
6: yeah, it! So, oh, yeah! That's excited to be expected. That?
4: That's to be expected.
6: Connecting to Doctor Strange was also pretty obvious at that point. I'm like, yep, they're yes. going to what Disney does. And now you're yes. to Doctor Strange. And I'm just like, yeah, no, they have another movie or two coming. Like, that's just they set it up as they do. More merch, like everything is just. Yeah. Of
4: course. <laughs> this is clearly going to be in Phase Five, guys, though, because they already have all the movies for Phase Four uh, set up. So it's going to be a while before we see that sequel.
6: Isn't Fantastic
0: Four supposed to end Phase Four?
4: Uh, you know, that's a good question. I I know that they they. I remember seeing Face Four has um, been very scattershot yeah, thus far. Yeah, I'm not positive on that one though, but I I'd, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. if it would be it would be the end of Phase Four.
1: Do you they know? even do they even have a tentative um like release for Fantastic 4? Like I know they said they're making it, but you don't know when. Oh,
4: I, I still think it's a long way off, but Yeah. I know they're pulling in for uh, Emily Blunt and uh
1: and
0: John, John, Krasinski. John, Krasinski. John
4: Krasinski. Yeah. I be, think they like, need
0: to go in the complete opposite direction cuz that's just so obvious, you know. But they'll
5: yeah. have great chemistry though. Well, well they're yeah, actual I mean, they husband and wife. <laughs> so like,
0: how many films have they been in together at this point? Yeah.
5: And not to I
4: mean, mention husband and wife. Yeah. yeah.
1: Would you rather would you rather have a young Reed Richards, uh, well, young Fantastic Four like the other movies have been or or an older one? Cuz like I always associate the Fantastic Four as being like kind of like the elders of the marvel universe like they're the elder here they're like you know reed richards and and sue richards are supposed to be like the mom and dad of the marvel universe and uh it will
4: be the in the 30s or or maybe early 40s at the oldest but it won't go any older than that i can't see it Go not do the I'll
5: hollywood point. right though yeah that's how yeah, hollywood guess, guess
4: is right about that but i mean yeah because if... krasinski and me blunt they're i believe early 40s so th- i think that's like the youngest they could probably that's all right that that's the oldest they will probably go is like around their age yeah i can't okay, see okay. That
5: and they still look pretty fantastic for their they age. they
4: look yeah mr fantastic,
5: yeah. Right? That, fantastic
2: yeah. <laughs> Just
0: as long as it's not like that josh trank movie i'm happy <laughs>
4: yeah that, that was <laughs> oh
0: that was is yep. that
1: is it is it worse than the Tim Story movies? <laughs>
0: Those actually have some charming stuff in them. The the Josh Trank movie is just boring. That's the okay. thing. It is
1: horribly yeah. really boring. I vaguely remember seeing the Josh Trank one. I don't remember a single detail from it. I
4: think That's it is good. available on Disney Plus, you can watch it. Okay. No.
2: It also fell asleep
6: during it too. Like I know I did and yeah. I didn't
2: feel guilty
6: about it. Yeah. I just like, "Oh, I'm tired." No I'm fine. I'm tired. <laughs> That ticket, usually I feel bad about falling asleep during a movie, but that one I was just like, Yeah, you he, know, he for a little while and he was trying to play it off, like, Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> but they, I mean, you know, they they really do need to introduce Dr. Doom into like a real, oh,
6: yeah,
1: real yeah. Doom in the Marvel universe because he's like, um, I mean, he has to be like a big bad for a whole phase, like Marvel phase, the way mm-hmm. Thanos yeah. and, um.
0: That's the thing. Like, they can't do, like, the problem with doing cosmic threats at this point, how do you get bigger than we just wiped out half of the universe? Like, you can't oh. really get bigger than that. So you're That's kind of, true. You have to go smaller for a more personal threat. So, yeah, you know. I can see that. Yeah, that's
6: a good I point. Kind of stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, quests is sometimes so much more fun than the main game anyway, so. Right,
4: yeah. right. <laughs> Um, let's see, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman and Patty Jenkins' reunion uh, will have to wait because Patty uh, apparently gave up directing duties for Cleopatra. This is the historical Ooh. drama featuring Gal as the legendary queen of Egypt. <laughs> um, so Carrie Scogland, who directed Marvel's Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier, is taking over the directing hmm. duties. Um, not didn't How really say why. <laughs> yeah, didn't really say why, but maybe Patty is really focusing on the Rogue Squadron movie. Perhaps I don't know. Um
0: I thought she was not doing that anymore.
4: Oh, I didn't hear that she's not doing it anymore. Is she? not well, doing I think
0: it? after okay. the the debacle of Wonder Woman two, I thought that she'd kind oh. of gone quiet.
4: <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, she's no longer doing Cleopatra. She's no longer doing Rogue Squadron. Then what? What is she going to do next? <laughs>
0: That second Wonder
4: Woman was... Yeah, bad. I know. And, and that that holds a near and dear to my heart because not only did I work on it, I had friends that worked on it. and I, uh, I worked
2: on it. I
6: don't care. Yes, I, got, I, I get paid. I yes. don't give a shit. I not only passively am I a big deal, dot, 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 continue, just, you know, pass over that, that part.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Speaking of Dune, Dave Bautista is going to be working on the next M. Night Shyamalan film. That's called uh, knock at the cabin. Um, interesting. It's gonna come out in February of twenty twenty three. Okay. So that's a long to, time.
5: To to like Pennsylvania area or Maryland area, you, think? you
4: know, you know he <laughs> loves the Pennsylvania area. I'm not it's all about Philadelphia. He is has all he about filmed
1: anything outside of I thought all of I his don't think are he has.
4: So I don't think me. it's always been in Philadelphia or Pennsylvania. Or at the mm. studio, the Sun Center Studios in Aston, PA. Um, but, um, yeah. Um, I mean, the, the details... show Servant
0: is shot all in Philly. That's whole, right. I mean, it's all a studio. Oh,
2: so. yeah.
6: Philly yeah. is a, I mean, I was uh, doing modeling, of, or well, my mom was trying to put me into modeling when I was a teenager. And one of the yeah. these casting things she had taken us to was, um, they actually, they called Philadelphia uh, Little New York. I'm like, you're hopeful, but I see where this is going. <laughs> there's there's filming there, because the city is just so vibrant and has a lot of culture, but uh, <laughs> little New York, I'm not really sure. I, right I don't
4: think so, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do think they have delusions of the grandeur there. Uh, but <laughs> I think
6: grandmother, like, they, they all thought that it was a big deal, because they're like, it's right outside of the filming, um, the cutoff and everything, and where yeah. uh, the crowd was of, of filming for Rocky, Philadelphia this, Philadelphia yeah. this this i'm like
2: rocky's
4: old uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did anyone like the halloween movie they're shooting the next uh, the third film in the halloween trilogy halloween uh, uh kills um oh, sorry, was, sorry thank you <laughs> halloween <laughs> ends the second one was halloween kills that movie's uh, terrible uh, yes it not,
2: is. not oh, many God, people survived
4: yeah jamie lee curtis survived If I have to hear the phrase Evil
0: dies tonight one more time
4: I'm going to kill somebody (laughs) And also surprisingly Which they She survived the second movie is Kyle Richards She's the real Housewives um, You know know, Reality TV star Housewives of Beverly Hills However um, she was in the original Halloween movie You know Mm -hmm. that's where she got her start As an actress so the director Despite her you know jumping ship To the reality television realm Wanted to bring her back for Halloween Kills, and yeah,
5: had it.
4: she she survived Halloween Kills, and she's going to be in Halloween Ends as well. Wow,
5: exciting! Yes. Yeah, it's is she,
4: this a trilogy. I
6: don't why think it's a trilogy. For, um, Halloween is exciting at all, but hey, it's exciting for our career, I suppose. I like that 2018
4: movie. I jo- I enjoyed uh, that one. The first one was good. Yeah. yeah, I think it's good as a trilogy. You know, uh, you know, it's a three act you know three act story, this and uh, hopefully so, we're going to see the demise.
6: The second was one was like just obviously killer or a connector. It, it, it didn't even yeah. feel like a second movie. It was so
2: right,
6: and and so short, and it came to an end too, but in a very butchered way. I
2: yeah, mean,
6: you knew earlier on that no, this is not gonna. Here we go. It's not gonna end again. The
0: <laughs> ending of that movie is dog shit. Like where he just <laughs> John Wicks everybody in that entire crowd. I'm like, what the fuck
2: yeah. is this?
6: Yeah. <laughs> Like, the, the the timing of that wrap up was just forced just I'm like, okay, did they decide oh, we're suddenly going over time wrap it up now now,
2: yeah,
6: like, it just gets you know. butchered and just thrown together yeah. wait not that it was that great in the beginning like okay, you're now you're you're kind of reaching the firefighters, you know um they broke him out and he was kind of barred in the basement like yeah. how easy was it for him to be broken out, but you gotta you gotta force the story now so. Yeah. Ah. <laughs>
1: well, here's a here's a question for everybody because um, have you guys enjoyed any of the modern remakes of any '80s horror movies? No. Like
2: they've
1: had they've had them for just about. I've enjoyed it. Horror. It. Okay. It. Okay. That's that's fair. It was good. It, it was good. But like they remade Halloween numerous times now. Yeah. They remade yeah, the on movie is, Street. Is, is, well, it's not a remake. It's a sequel. But it, I, 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 it's
0: basically the same thing again.
1: Know. yeah oh. that, they remade nightmare on elm street and that was a dog shit movie oh that's
0: awful the movie's yeah awful.
1: they remade friday the 13th i think they did they did
0: yeah. it was it's that Platinum of like it uh, it's michael bay's production company yeah
2: okay. yeah
0: they did texas chainsaw as well uh, yeah which yeah. i never saw
6: yeah. really. <laughs> it's, not. it's not
4: but no, it's, but it's not. yeah they the, remade... 2018, the 2018 halloween was the best i believe of yeah the the, you know, the Future sequels, you know, years after its oh, iconic I
2: one.
1: um *Desperia*. Oh yeah, that's, oh, was, that's, oh, that's, that's, I've, never, I've never seen the original of that though, so. It's very I,
0: good. Both are both are very good. Yeah. The remake okay. of that movie, where she summons a fucking demon at the end of the movie, I'm to Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. <laughs> People's heads are exploding, and it's like oh. Jesus God.
4: So this is a movie that Jesse may like because the co-writer is Edward Newmyer from *RoboCop*, mm. teaming up with veteran director Paul Verhoeven.
0: Oh, of, yeah, I saw this. Oh, Basic so Instinct. into this.
4: Yeah. Oh, you, is this your kind of movie? Okay, so... This, yeah, these two are erotic, back together again. I'm in, yeah. Yes, it's an erotic political thriller. Okay, so...
6: You the word erotic. Erotic anything he will watch.
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> and me too. Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, are referring to Jesse or me?
6: Yes, well, both of you, actually. <laughs> I I watch Pornhub like it's cable. Okay. (laughs) So
4: it will it will be a a political thriller set in DC. Hopefully, it'll be work for us, everybody in the room. Uh, will revolve around a young staffer who works for a powerful senator, who is drawn into a web of international intrigue and danger. And there will also be a little sex in the movie a little oh, sex. a little
0: sex
5: <laughs> oh, i'd expect it we film with just a little bit of sex <laughs> we'll only see the frontal maybe you know yeah.
4: yes
6: like a pro at that point so definitely that yes part. i think but he's bringing, i'll watch it
4: i think <laughs> bringing back frontal i mean everybody remembers the iconic sharon stone a uh, scene in uh, basic yeah. instinct, which apparently
1: um, Sharon Stone was not aware was happening. That's what she's, saying now. Yeah, that's what she's saying now.
0: Yeah,
4: she's saying now. I it's think so. that's a bunch of BS, personally. <laughs> but well,
0: maybe if you go back to like, um, uh, I just recently rewatched Starship Troopers. Um, oh, that's a Paul The shower in that yeah. film, the shower scene, is a communal shower. Yeah. So there's both men and women in the same room that are really naked because they're just like, yeah, we're just soldiers here on the front line. Fuck it. We don't care. You know, (laughs) I really,
1: really didn't recognize how great a movie that was until I saw it like the second time. It's so good, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Did you finally catch it
0: that they're Nazis?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, the
1: the first time I saw it, I hated it. I thought it was so bad. And then, like, it took it took me years, and I was like, oh, and then I saw it, it was, like, on cable or something, and right. I saw it. I think it's the perfect like,
4: of a rewatch, yeah. Yeah,
1: I was like, wow, this is a great movie. <laughs> this is so great as a satire. Yeah. And
0: it gets better when you get older and you realize the subjects right. so And you're like, oh, like, yeah. it takes... Like they're from Buenos Aires, which is Venezuela. Uh, where did the Nazis Argentina, escape to? Argentina. After, Argentina. Or, or, where, where did they escape to? Where did the Nazis escape to after World War II? Right, right, right. right.
2: <laughs> <South> <laughs> totally America.
5: agree with both of you guys because uh, I feel the same way. I didn't appreciate it the first time, but later on, definitely.
2: Right, it gets awesome. better
0: when you're an adult. As a kid, you're kind of like, "This is stupid." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: No. When you're an adult, you appreciate what it actually meant. You're just like, "Oh." Okay. MPH
0: MPH walks in wearing a full SS outfit. I'm like, oh, I get it. You are very Aryan. I get it. (laughs)
2: Uh,
4: All right, let's move over to Disney Plus, guys. Book of Boba Fett's latest trailer just dropped, and my God, whoa! They are going to reveal how Boba Fett survived the Sarlacc pit, and I cannot be more excited. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we we're, we're gonna learn. We're gonna learn. We're gonna maybe we'll see it. Maybe we, they'll just talk about it. Maybe it'll be flashbacks. I don't know, but they did talk about how Boba Fett was left for dead yep. in the sands of Tatooine in this trailer. And my God, and I'm just so excited!
6: They, and the healing baths and then like oh back the
4: tanks. That's a back the tank. Yeah. Yep.
5: I can't Very help. dramatic.
6: Anytime remind I can't...
1: me. Remind me again. Was Boba Fett supposed to be a clone?
4: Yes, well, but he was an unaltered clone, as okay, Jango yeah. Fett he's raised a direct,
0: him. He's a direct descendant of. Uh, yeah. Well, was he was he Django Fett's
1: son or his clone?
0: He was
4: a he was a clone that was unaltered that he raised yeah. as a son.
1: Okay, which is really and weird. That's no the...
4: genetic modifications, and had a personality, whereas the clones were kind of like, you know, didn't have much, you know. Mhm.
2: Uh, yeah,
4: but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty exciting, and it's the it, it, Morrison, and, and it's Ming Wen. and we're gonna see Twilex, We're gonna see what's left of the creatures from Jabba's Pals because he pretty much wiped everybody out,
2: yeah, including
4: well, Big Fortuna.
5: It definitely looks very dark as well. Oh, yeah, the music that just so dramatic and dark, and you oh, feel man. the vengeance coming on,
4: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the um, how Boba Fett escaped Sarlacc, uh, was um was all just fan theories at first, so mm-hmm. which is so exciting. We we now will know the canon, the canon explanation yeah. in this series. Well, for a while,
0: gonna... there was an explanation in the comics and the way in which he got out, but that, that's been thrown out thus far. <laughs> yeah.
6: yeah. So.
4: Well, I think the answer was really in that first episode of Season 2 with that um, Dune-like sand creature in mm-hmm. that first episode. Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian armor protects you, from being digested by those type of creatures so i think that that's exactly what is going to happen to boba fett because isn't that a similar eh, creature similar-ish creature the the sarlacc right Um, Well, he was was supposed
1: to be he was supposed to be digested for what ten thousand years that's what right yeah (laughs) right they said
4: i'm gonna Uh, guess i'm gonna guess um the jetpack the mandalorian armor mm -hmm. combination the jetpack you know um Blowing them out of the innards of the, uh, the Sarlacc? Yeah. Maybe the question
0: some... is, are they going to go with reimagined uh, version of the Sarlacc with the beak? Or are they going
1: to go with just oh. like the big pit?
2: The one
0: that kind
1: of just looks like a vagina? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, uh, yeah.
4: Oh. I don't know what kind of girls you're sleeping with. <laughs> <God>. I have... <laughs> that have Sarlacc pit vaginas. My God.
2: My God, it has teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard
6: comparison before the teeth, but I've never heard his comparison before. You
0: have seen like, that movie Teeth? That
6: movie's fucked up. Should it be a candidate for reconstructive vaginal surgery?
2: Yes.
4: Like, <laughs> just... I would say yes, General. Wow, you had some... Very
5: interesting. And it will be
1: necessary. <laughs> Perhaps I should rewatch look, the okay, show Maybe my uh, Maybe my memory <laughs> is that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right.
4: Also on Disney Plus, Secret Invasion is going to be one of the next upcoming Marvel uh, series, which uh, Kobe Smulders just confirmed mm-hmm. to reprise the role as Maria Hill. And we already know that the one and only. That was to be Yeah, Sam Jackson is going to be in there as well. And confirmed already: Ben Mendelsohn, Kingsley Benadire, Olivia Coleman, and yes, Daenerys Targaryen. Daenerys Targaryen herself. Amelia Clark. Whoa! Woo! Holy oh, smokes! That makes Amelia Clark in the Game yes. of Thrones, MCU, and Star Wars universe. She is amazing. <clears throat> Love her, um, and we're going to see her in this great uh, series, which was hope, which hopefully will be good. Mm-hmm. On Disney Plus, so can't wait for it. it. Should be really interesting. I'm sure you read the uh, Secret Invasion storyline, Zod. As I the did. comic book. Well, give us a little bit of uh, a. What, what does it uh, entail?
1: Okay, so you know the scrolls They're the uh, the aliens, the shapeshifters, uh, the shapeshifting aliens. Well, what this what this kind of imagines is, uh, and like surprisingly, they've shown the scrolls as being like essentially like pretty uh pretty benevolent like in yeah. the interview so far they've shown them well you know in in the comics history that certainly wasn't the case they were they were supposed to be like villains like through uh you know since like you know they were introduced in the early 60s and, Did um, the original
0: creator get really pissed off when Captain Marvel came out? And he was like, you just completely screwed up the scrolls, Or it's like, well, I, put, I, mean, the, they put the, I made them the villains so you could swap out any character you wanted at any time. Well, yeah. the
1: original creators were Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. So I don't know yeah. if they were the ones who
2: yeah. were...
0: Somebody was angry about that. I'm
1: not sure who it was. It was somebody that was frustrated. Maybe it was the original writers of the secret invasion story. Okay, that 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 could be possible because the whole secret invasion thing is uh, implying that there have been scrolls um, in various places of power for like decades. Yeah, and, okay. and, like, I mean, in the comics, it was, like, a lot more flamboyant. It showed that, like, a bunch of superheroes turned out to actually be Skrulls. They were, you know, under deep, deep cover so that a lot of them didn't even know they were Skrulls. And then it was revealed later <laughs> that... And then, you know, like, you know, the biggest example of that, if I... Oh, it's been a while since was I read Hawkeye it. Was Hawkeye one of them? No, not Hawkeye, but Spider-Woman was and Mockingbird was. Okay. <laughs> And, um, Electra Elektra was one too. Well,
0: and, so it's none of uh, our main cast,
1: it's all the secondary cast, basically. Right, right. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, Hank Pym, Hank Pym was one too. That he was a okay. kind of big oh. deal. Okay. And, um, so yeah, the, um, that was, uh, that was the whole deal. And then they, they, you know something like the uh, a big a big thing in Marvel history, and I think they did it in Captain Marvel too. Was the Skrulls and the Kree were like at war with each other for like millennia, wow. and the Kree finally won the war and destroyed the Skrulls' homeworld, so they didn't have a homeworld to go back to. So they revealed themselves to take over Earth, and it actually led into the end part of that story led into one of my favorite periods of marvel where the actual hero at the end as so, as the world sees it the one who actually like saves the day like in a very public way is norman osborne oh yeah and, and that led into this uh this period called dark Reign, where i
4: remember that. oh yeah i heard of the dark yeah film. where
1: um Norman Osborn was seen. Norman Osborn and his team of like, um, you know, they were the Thunderbolts, but then they eventually became the Avengers, the Dark, the dark uh, Avengers. Yeah, yeah, they were seen as like the biggest heroes in the world, and um, it shows like he gained a lot of like political power during that time, and so there were a lot of really cool stories that I thought came out of that.
4: Awesome. Well, thanks, man. We're really looking forward now to have some insight on this uh, secret. A good invasion, but let's talk about Hawkeye. Uh, did anyone get a chance to watch episode four the Trap? I end? have. I have.
1: Yes. Have I all don't
4: right. To well, it's product. not really a spoiler, but they already announced that Yelena Belova, yes, Florence Pugh, was going to be a part of the Hawkeye series. And yes, we got to finally see her in episode four um, as this mysterious masked character was fighting on the roof with Hawkeye alongside uh, Alec Cox, who is Echo, uh, versus um clint hawkeye and kate bishop hellie slyfeld um and then yes she reveals herself as yes none other than uh yelena belova which i guess timeline wise takes place right after the end credits yeah black widow um after a julie dreyfus's character valentina allegra de fontaine Mm -hmm. um (laughs) reveals to uh Reveals to uh, Yelena that uh, Hawkeye was responsible for killing Black Widow, but it doesn't think, really
1: make sense how Valentina would know that for one. Yes, you said
2: unless
4: unless it Clint doesn't matter, wrote, it doesn't unless, matter. Clint, unless Clint wrote a memoir. Yeah. For the Reed, how you know, how would he know about that? And and Clint
6: tried to save there tried to save Scarlet. Yeah, it was kind of a competition you know? of who's gonna die, not I'm killing her. Yes,
4: thank you yeah it was, so
6: it's to the death literally right
4: <laughs> is, so there there so, is more so than valentina like valentina lied essentially i'd I'm say kill myself yeah.
6: first no you're gonna kill yourself first no i'm gonna kill myself first it was it was a scene yeah, yeah. <laughs> It took me a few moments, but then instantly I'm like, oh, I see what's happening here. Okay, I'm not crying. You're crying. I'm no. ah. <laughs> I was sobbing hysterically. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm one of those women in the theater that's loud. I'm, sorry, <laughs> I'm <guessing." laughs> Every time I watch it again, I still get teary-eyed. Yeah. Like, no.
4: <laughs> this is such yeah. a fun series, though. It's it's, it's lighthearted. Um, it's a, it you know, takes place during Christmas time, so it's got that nice holiday feel, and it's action-packed. Mm-hmm. Um, Although it, it, I love episode three a little ep- better than episode four, but so what uh, the I mean bur- to
6: say is it is a Christmas series. Like is Shane, Di- Black <laughs> Shane, Shane Black
0: involved. Shane Black always sets his stuff during Christmas.
1: Yeah, wow. it does. It does feel like a Shane Black type movie. Oh,
6: interesting. We can we can agree that if it takes place during Christmas and there's a Christmas theme to it, then it is a Christmas movie, or series, series. right? Series, yes. yes. exactly. right? so, so, we all agree. Yes. Die hard starts at a Christmas party. It's it's Christmas time. That's the first thing you see. That's a Christmas movie. Yes. Christmas is Thank mentioned. you. Finally, every, every it's confirmed on the below sh- the belt show, settled. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lethal <laughs> Weapon is also one, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Lethal
4: Weapon too. Okay,
6: I'm not that excited. I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baby <kicks>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm
4: loving it. G- General, you have thoughts on the series so far? Yeah, Possibly.
1: yeah. I've been, I mean, I was excited, like, you know, when they announced it, when they announced the spate of Disney Plus shows that were coming out, this was the one I was most excited about. And, I mean, I had some, like, personal reasons for it, because... Personally, like growing up, Hawkeye with the Clint Barton, Clint Barton was one of my absolute favorite characters in comics, like since I was a since I was a little kid. And I always thought that the MCU version, like, you know, Kevin Feige did a lot of great things, but he totally, totally screwed up Hawkeye's character. (laughs) Like they made him... They made him like for a lot of a lot of the movies. Like he was either you know he was mind controlled for half of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. He uh, he never really he he never really appeared in anything else. And um,
4: you always know kind of always useless. a B player too usually.
1: Yeah, and he was always a B player. And like you know they they lost like you know the things about Hawkeye that actually made him like that you, you loved. Ha- why i liked him so much right right Because like and a lot of it was robert downey jr decided to give the comic book clink barton um personality to iron man (laughs) and so they couldn't have uh they couldn't have i guess two characters that were exactly the same right and
4: the humor right
1: yeah and you know the thing. The other thing, like you know, when I was a kid, he was like relatable. Like, um, I took up archery for a year because of that.
4: Wow, you're basically a cake Bishop. In oh well, there virgin, we go. Version form. Well, you I mean,
1: have. you know, if taking up <laughs> archery means I had a bow and arrow and I shot a lot of arrows in our in our backyard. Yeah. That, but but I did that because yeah. of Hawkeye. Yes. And, and you finally
4: cool. get this in the series. You finally get <laughs> the A player, the A plus player. Yeah
1: and and like it's also like uh one of the like one of the best comic book storylines in i think marvel history is a lot of what the show is at least kind of tangentially based on there was this hawkeye series that came out in the mid-2000s maybe it's 2008 2009 or something like that written by this amazingly talented comic book writer named matt fraction
0: Oh, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, that took forever to finish.
1: Yeah, and that is such... That is, like... Uh, I, I think that those are some of the best Marvel comics ever written. Yeah. And um, Is
4: that where Pizza Dog was not was uh, Yeah, was with
1: Pizza Dog, and, yep. um, you know, where they brought in the tracksuit mafia, and... <laughs> I, love,
4: I love Pizza Dog, by the way. Yeah,
1: and the thing about it also <laughs> is that, you know, ultimately, this story has, like, pretty low stakes. Like, yeah. he's not yeah. trying... No one's trying to save the world. No one's trying to destroy the world. He's ultimately trying to get a suit back and trying to get a watch back.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> and, 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 like... Well, he's uh, got the Rolex back. Thanks yeah. God. And it's, like... You know, I was talking earlier about how, like, you know, there's this feeling that a lot of these superhero movies and TV shows, they keep have to, having to up things. They keep having yeah. to make it higher stakes it has mm-hmm. to include a multiverse it has to include multiple versions of the same character it has to mm-hmm. you know instead of one villain you need now six you know it's yeah.
6: uh, and so said it's a bit too much well i mean it, it's
1: just showing that you can still make grounded stories yeah you know relatively grounded i mean it's still a superhero story but it's still like um
6: i feel like they're reaching i guess that's my question do you feel like they're reaching
1: Oh well, it's a uh, it it maybe a little bit, but I don't think it's the fault of the creators. I think it's the you know, fans get fickle. Like, you know, yeah. they get they get spoiled by oh, uh, yeah. by this stuff. And yeah. And th- and that's one of the reasons why I've been enjoying Hawkeye so much is because yes. it's low stakes and it feels a lot more personal. Wow. With a character that I felt was like a lot more personal.
2: Yeah. And,
6: agree with Jeremy Renner being cast for that part? do you think he does it justice? does it make it, does he make it more personal for you, I guess?
1: Uh, well, like I, I had issues with him at first, because initially because I, yeah. I had you know I don't well, like this the
0: last time as Hawkeye, isn't it?
1: Yeah,
4: he's leaving after the show. Is, has that been confirmed? I didn't know that. Is well,
0: well, I think the stuff that happened between him and him beating his girlfriend probably means he's gonna be leaving pretty soon. <laughs> Do
4: the you think he was, could he could possibly die well, in the end? I that, don't think
0: they'll kill him. No, no he'll probably just so. retire to that farm, It'll, and a yeah. will take over. General
6: was just about saying ah, something go. before that about that. Is that what you were about to say? You don't really you don't really think because you you were like I don't really think, and then. They cut it and I was just like, "Wait, is he going to touch base on his feelings about that situation or where were you going with that? I need to well, hear." Well,
1: I wasn't going to specifically say that because uh I mean, Jeremy Renner is a weird, weird guy. Like mm. there's this there's this hilarious story about how he uh start started up his own like social media platform. And um okay. He started up like uh he he started up this uh, like um he started a company and they made this social media platform and it was essentially like this Jeremy Renner fan club. Oh
0: yeah. It was a tribute to himself. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
6: He's uh, like, do that all the time. It's.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But the, but the, the funniest thing about it is like it didn't have any security at all. Like in terms of, so people were like spoofing each other on it. And it started this like insane thing where there were like there were there were like at least a hundred people who claimed to be Jeremy Renner on that
4: <laughs> platform. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> that's
6: uh though, that's it's actually quite a spin on it. That's hysterical.
4: That is funny. Well, uh really quick, one more thing I wanna say about uh, this last episode of uh Hawkeye, well this fourth episode. Did you notice that Kate's falling off the roof kinda of mirrored <laughs> Natasha's death and Endgame? Yeah. There um, is, a, there's a fun I little, love that parallel, you know. I thought that was there's a really, just... there's a
1: really great detail in that too, where yeah. um, it looks like Yelena, like, because like Yelena is the one who kicks her off the roof.
2: Right.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: But they show and it's really, really hard to tell. <laughs> I saw this, I noticed.
6: This, but... At first, I was just like, wait, the angles Did I just get confused over something simple because who just kicked her off the roof? I'm like, what? <laughs> 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 just the well, way was very confusing.
2: Mm hmm
1: someone pointed out on reddit and they showed like screen caps of it too where yelena is actually the one while she kicks her latches on that like um that harness thing so that she won't fall off fall to her death oh which is implying something you know because a lot of what clint was saying was that um he saw like uh, you know when when Kate like during one of their conversations, Kate is asking Clint like, "What's the best shot you ever made?" And he says, "The best shot I ever made was one I didn't take." Where like you know, talking about how and these are all spoilers. I don't know if anyone's no, seen it. episode four, but or the show, but um, saying that. Uh, the uh essentially like because like he was supposed to kill natasha like mm-hmm. uh the first time and he didn't because he could tell that she wanted a way out and i think they were kind of showing that as like a parallel with um you know, cause, With Kate like, falling,
4: yeah.
1: Yeah, and with Yelena, I mean, because as far as everyone knows, I mean, obviously, if you saw the Black Widow movie, you know that Yelena's not a villainous character, but it's right. like um, showing that Yelena, I don't think Yelena actually wants to kill Clint, even though he, he she claimed uh, to with uh, with Valentina, and I think right. that's, that's a good mm-hmm. part of why they show that.
2: Okay.
4: And I think we're, our questions will be answered in episode five. But I think this is a good time to take a holiday classic cut. Oh, and...
1: one more thing about Hawkeye. Did you yes. talk about, like, the potential of, like, um, who the uncle who Echo's Yes, we is? actually
4: talked about that last week, but they, it seems okay. like they didn't go anywhere uh, near it for this week, did they?
1: Okay, because that's that's been...
4: Yeah, they didn't talk about the uncle, of course, we mentioned last week. Um, rumored to be Vincent D'Onofrio reprising his role from the Daredevil mm-hmm. TV series on Netflix, correct?
0: Yeah, So yeah. That, would, that would be cool. They, as they as did, as did as confirm it. Charlie Cox is coming back.
6: Did but they actually think, confirm yeah, it? Actually, yeah. yeah.
4: But he will be—he will be returning in She-Hulk, though, correct? Yeah. or will he? Or will he be? I don't no, know. I don't know.
2: No. Okay.
1: Well. Oh, you're talking about where Kevin Feige said if we bring Daredevil back, we want Yeah, Parker. it will be yeah. him.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: yeah. So they
2: haven't actually
4: yeah. confirmed actually, when. I think, they, I, back. think did, I think Feige did did confirm, yeah.
6: They didn't confirm yeah. when, but they did say he is going he is being cast. They he gave it yes. away, said it. So yeah. yeah so whether I mean, we see either
4: him. Hawkeye or She-Hulk remains And amazing.
6: he's yeah, they said that he's returning to the um, Marvel Universe um because they were confirming they were casting him as Daredevil. In, okay. But the way that he said it, he definitely confirmed it. He just didn't say when. Okay. But so that's a great question. That's a great point, actually, General. That he didn't confirm when. So it could be either or. Yes. Open because it could be both.
4: Maybe. Yeah. It could be a movie. We don't know. Um, but awesome. I think this is a good t- time to take a holiday classic cut break, as we always do in the month of December. And General, um, since it was your birthday, I was like, why don't you go ahead and choose the, um, the holiday cut, the classic Christmas cut? General, take it away.
1: I did. Um, well, it's a it was it was kind of a tough uh, tough choice, but I was in kind of a cheeky mood, so I went with a uh, kind of an old school uh, song by the Dropkick Murphys called. Um,
4: um, I always forget the seasons the upon us. The seasons upon go. us. It's
1: the Dropkick <clears throat> yes. Murphys Christmas song, and it's uh, a lot of it is based on um, you know the the biggest. Theme of that is basically about no matter how fucked up your family is, it's still really really great to see them during the holidays. Yeah, I thought that was uh, that I applies that was,
4: a lot of uh, families, I'm sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, and,
4: <laughs> right.
1: And it's always always like really great to uh, you know hear some you know some some Celtic punk. So yes,
5: <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, they're
4: great. I love them. All right, so we're uh, we're gonna take the Christmas classic cut break. Dropkick Murphys, The Season's Upon Us. We'll be back right after that.
1: The season's upon us, it's that time of year. Brandy and
0: eggnog, there's plenty of cheer. There's
4: lights on the trees and there's wreaths
2: to be hung. There's mischief and mayhem and songs to be sung.
4: And we're back, guys. That was Dropkick Murphys, the Christmas cut chosen by Mike the General Zod. That was a good cut, man. I like okay. that. Every time I hear drop, Dropkick Murphys, I, I want to throw down a pint. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, so that's <laughs> good. <laughs>
2: I right, could, we'll just, uh, could
1: just imagine like a bunch of people in a pub just singing along and uh, getting all rollicky.
6: In a pub. Ireland frothy drinks a pub
4: in Ireland <laughs> somewhere in I'll Dublin it, just... yes i love it i love it all all right moving on
6: because the first thing i could think about doing after my pregnancy is just having one drink hmm. no of course not <laughs> oh
4: believe me believe
1: me once you once you uh, once you have a baby you're going to want to drink a lot
6: yes <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm just going to put orange juice and champagne in just a, a one of those, um, one of those yeah. the, the tumblers and look like a basic mom and just say, oh, it's just coffee. It's just orange juice. It's just... <laughs> I'm going to breastfeed for uh, yeah. I'm going to pump for like a week. That way I don't feel guilty about it. Just drink for a week. Uh. <laughs> when the milk runs out, that's my sobriety coming back in.
4: Yeah, this has been a, a good year for BTB babies. Um, uh, Big Nick, the captain, um, just welcomed uh, his, his daughter. Um, recently and now uh tiffany-marie ford you'll be welcoming your little bundle of joy in january
6: person i think he, he's one of two people i know it's like everyone this year decided it's time to try um and technically we were past covid or at least we were past you know the mandate to stay in we were social distancing at this point so we made it through that but I think I know two (laughs) people of of everyone. I know that it's quite a few people that had girls, everyone else just boy after boy after boy. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but Hey, if if we were worried about our population, well, I think we're good now. We got those numbers. Oh,
4: that's funny. (laughs) All right. Let's move on to HBO stuff. So HBO max peacemaker uh, just dropped a brand new trailer.
2: Um,
4: and uh if you loved uh, su- uh the suicide squad with with uh james gunn i'm sure you'll love the peacemaker uh series because it's produced by james gunn and he's actually going to be directing at least two of the episodes i think mm-hmm. uh, of that yeah. series um and it, it drops january 13th picks up right after the events of the suicide squad and you had to watch the end credits of suicide squad to know that peacemaker does survive but uh it's full of some great humor, man. And I, I love how the eagle plays a very central part, kind of like analogous to the pizza dog in Hawkeye. You know, the eagle is going to be very important. And uh, I know, uh, General Zod, you said that the Peacemaker wasn't that big a, a deal in the comic book lore, right? <laughs> but they're making him kind of a big deal in DCEU.
1: He's a super obscure DC character when it comes yeah. to comics, and I mean, in the comics recently, and I think that's kind of like um, uh, some synergy with the movies. He's become more prominent recently, like um, in the he's like the star of the recent reboot of Suicide Squad that they're doing yes. in the comics, and um, but. I can tell you just even just 10 years ago, 10 years ago, we were already like, uh, in this like golden age of superhero stuff. I wouldn't have thought in a million years that they would make a show about Peacemaker. Yeah. Uh, it's a, one of the best things they did. And, you know, some people, there are always like toxic nerds that hate this stuff, but like they, um, is the fact that he was totally played straight and played as a serious character for you know whenever they whenever he showed up in the past, right. and they they kind of like d- did away with that, and he is kind of you know they they made him more of like a uh, he's he's kind of a joke now, but at the same time, douchey
4: Captain America is how he's yeah yeah he's himself. a satire of
0: American jingoism.
1: Yes. And that is yeah. absolutely what they should have done with that character from the beginning.
4: <laughs> ah, okay. Well, another cool thing is that. Because when you um, play Rob- it straight,
0: you end up with a uh, U.S. agent uh, right. and yeah. a soldier, and
5: he ain't a good guy.
4: <laughs> yeah. i already seen that, too. Yeah. yeah. But
5: Robert i was Pat- by the trailer, by the way.
4: Yeah, did you key. see the trailer? So Robert Patrick is going to play uh, the father of of, uh, of Peacemaker, which I think is pretty cool. Robert Patrick, remember we met
1: him at um, Monster, uh, Mania. Monster Mania? And he yes. was hysterical to talk to. He was, yes, like, wasn't he great? Such a, he was so much fun to talk yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs>
4: Terminator from Terminator 2, and of course we saw him uh, in that one uh, episode of Walking <laughs> Dead, um, which sadly only last one episode. Um, but yeah, I guess because he had to shoot uh, Peacemaker, which... Uh, makes sense and uh, i stand corrected james gunn directed five episodes oh wow uh, but he <clears throat> how many episodes <throat> really are there good. and he wrote all eight episodes including the premiere damn so five eight yeah i know right i would i would assume this maybe two i thought i read two somewhere else but now i'm reading here five episodes <sighs> um let's see so colin farrell has officially signed on to star an executive produce. A series spin-off of the Batman where he would play the Penguin. Oh. So um I I'm guessing this will be the Penguin um mini uh, miniseries, I guess. Spinoff miniseries on HBO Maybe Max. Maybe they're just gonna do a Batman it, TV show? They could do that, but I think that would take away the luster of the movies. Can I I just I it's know. probably
1: it's probably if they were gonna do this right, they would do like a kind of um Kind of a crime story uh featuring penguin. Maybe like well, Maybe well, I do have
4: the plot I do have the plot line of
0: what okay, we're going
4: okay. for. they're reportedly delving. Just,
0: uh, what are you saying, Tim? Uh,
6: on the note of Penguin, can I just ask if anyone else got Ron um Jeremy vibes from the like the Tim Burton greasy penguin? Like, did anyone
2: <laughs> get
6: <that? laughs> yes. yeah, the Tim Burton?
4: Yes, yes, oh, absolutely. 100 yeah. percent
6: greasy just gross Ron jeremy from that penguin i'm like wait
4: yes there's
1: a there's a scene in batman returns where um i don't know uh penguin's talking to this like intern and he's like and she says something like you're the coolest uh role model a young person can have and he <laughs> goes you're the hottest young person a role model can have. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I yeah.
6: Jeremy and Burbank once uh, um, at, not Dimples, um, the Sardos, they did Pornstar porn Karaoke. Pornstar Karaoke,
4: yes. yes. Tuesday Nights, right?
6: No, right next Tuesday
4: to Nights, I know.
6: Oh, I met him and he was just so greasy, he puts his hands all over anyone he wants. Like, did, even he gra- if not did he grope you, Tiff? So. Yeah. You- have porn cds and you're just a normal samaritan female like me that just wants to have a good time and doesn't know what's going on he will put his hands on you he doesn't care and every, i think a lot of people are like, well he won't
0: he won't anymore because he's serving time in prison so he's right dead. yeah, yeah.
1: Wait,
6: Wait, probably, probably for something like that did,
1: did he grab you though i of caught up with my
6: so yeah i was dating regan at the time the marine and that was a fun time but regan's also a celebrity fetishist so at the same time he's like, oh, I'll tell him not to do that again. That's my girlfriend. But he goes up and he goes, ha, oh, hey. So you like my girlfriend's ass? Huh? I'm like, no, that's
2: not.
4: Wait a minute. So Ron Jeremy did in fact grab your ass.
6: Yes. Wow. Was there for porn star Tuesday, I never went back to Sardos. I stayed at Dimples. I know you know what Dimples was. <laughs> but oh my gosh, it was just so greasy. And I remember going <laughs> greasy yeah. that Batman and Tim Burton and just thinking, wait, the penguin is pretty much like the comic book version of. Ron Jeremy, my blown. Oh, wow. <laughs>
4: that is a great story. To, exactly I right mean, there. I'm sorry Ron that happened to you in a way, story. but.
6: I'm a sewer, but. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I had to. I'm sorry. Wow,
4: so wow, he actually groped you. That's crazy. Um but, it's
6: uh, not flattering. It was not a compliment. No, it was no. worse, I think, because. I'm sorry
4: was... you went through that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's just a, more proof that that uh, that Jeremy's a scumbag. But
2: I
6: anyways, uh, <laughs> like the, the the other women there, and they were all good. Like they were all they all, they all had good character. Yeah. Fun. The women that knew him, but the, I think he was just used to that because you had like amateur porn stars there selling their discs, other porn stars there, and he would just get drunk, and then it was just normal for him. But I was also kind of a. I mean, I just moved there, so it was just like I don't think he was used to my reaction. And then my boyfriend. Yeah. At the time, Thinking it was cool did not help, but the penguin, Ron Jeremy, put him in that costume. There you go.
4: Wow. Well, interestingly enough, the Colin Farrell's version of the penguin actually kind of looks like actor Richard Kind. I've said that on the show before. But you want to know what the series is about. So the series would delve into the penguins rise to power in the Gotham criminal underworld. So there you go. That's basic. The the basic premise of the series um, of the penguin series. So interesting um i guess we'll have to see first of all how he does in the batman movie which drops in march of 2022 so is this I'm the looking... first
0: big movie he's done in a long time
4: oh wow colin farrell's first big he's movie he's mostly in a while. done
0: a lot of like independent stuff he
6: recently. disappeared for a while i think the last movie i actually saw him in that was big was um the um the uh gosh the fantastic beast right
4: yeah yeah oh yeah fantastic beast Well, that was a fairly big movie
6: yeah, yeah that's a... a weird role for him, I thought. just
0: yeah, it doesn't he doesn't fit in that world, <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. and the movie itself is pointless
0: because they erased the entire movie at the end of the thing <laughs>
4: <laughs> that too. and then of course, we're recasting uh, Johnny Depp's uh, just like Green I don't Ball think up. barrel
6: so. and fright Night were a good it was just weird again for him. like I just don't see him in the, the that type of light or that that kind of no. Or just anyway yeah. <laughs> there's.
2: Uh,
1: a... I, Colin yeah. Farrell, Colin Farrell, like you're saying, like he does a lot of indie movies. I actually enjoy him a lot more in the indie movies. Like, yeah, the, the lobster. lobster. The lobster is such a weird and wonderful movie, and, <laughs> and the same with. Um, yes, exactly, and the same with uh, the. Um, what is that British crime movie that has Matthew McConaughey? To. Um, It's by, I think it's by Guy Ritchie or Matthew Vaughn.
4: Collins is in that one as well.
1: Yeah, and I can't remember the title of it, but I saw it recently, well, recently being The Gentleman?
2: Yeah, Yeah,
1: The Gentleman. I think that's what Ah. it's called. Yeah, yeah, The Gentleman. That's a, that's a great movie too. That's a movie I enjoyed a lot too. And like, when I think about his big budget stuff, like, I don't know, I mean, he was in He was Bullseye in Daredevil and the really. Oh, God. And and he was in that remake of Total Recall, which. um, Yes,
2: I
4: remember that Total Recall.
1: 15 Uh, minutes of.
4: Yeah. That was actually pretty good.
1: Let him be. Let him do the weird stuff, even though Penguin is like a big timey. It's like a, you know, part of the Batman franchise. Yes. He's much better when he's weird.
4: Yeah. Okay. Very, very, instead of the Thank handsome self. Like the yeah. Standards. Yeah. Because they could have cast anyone that, you know, why go for the prosthetics and they did the same thing with, with Jared Leto in the mm-hmm. house of Gucci movie. They made him look like actually Ron Jeremy. Um, yeah.
2: Too.
4: Ron Jeremy actually kind of looks like Jared Leto's character in the house of Gucci. Look at the photos of him too. You'll agree with that too. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> um, let's see the last of us for you gamers out there, um, Ooh, well, we talked about us. this. Yeah, we talked about the series. Gabrielle Luna uh, is in it. Um, they just um, tapped Nick Offerman from Parks and Rec fame to play Bill um, mm. in this um, series. Apparently, um, the original actor had to step down. Um, uh, Con O'Neill was previously, previously announced. Um and forced to bow out due to a scheduling conflict. So Offerman will uh, will now appear as this uh, Bill character. So yeah, um, that should be pretty cool. Um, also, the upcoming HBO series The Idol, which is a, a modern-day cult drama from Euphoria creator Sam Levinson, um, stars The Weeknd, um, and his real name is Abel Tesfaye. Um, they just uh, cast Tyson Ritter, uh, and Caitlin Scheel, uh, who I've worked with on House of Cards, Liz Sierra, Finley Rose Slater, um, Julie Beth Gonzalez, uh, and Maya Eshet to the cast of this idol um, show. Um, let's see, has anyone tuned into the sex lives of college girls?
2: Uh, no, <laughs> not since up. college.
4: good. We all
6: one. kind of know what that's like. I've been there. Like, <laughs> sure show about you've got to be reaching for desperation now. Well, like, that's "Girls Gone Wild," but in co- well, "Girls Gone it's, it's, Wild," like it,
5: it's
4: kind of like girls, like the coming of age girls set in college age. "Girls
6: Gone Wild."
4: <laughs> well, it's um, <laughs> well, it's, it's Mindy good, Cowling. <laughs> It's many callings produced about four college roommates as they arrive at New England's prestigious Essex, Essex College as about their sex lives.
2: Wait, and
4: Pauline Chalamet, who is Timothy Chalamet's sister, is a star of this. Um,
5: mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've seen the definitely seen yeah. some of it, and it looked interesting. I mean, it's something like I would watch to tell you the truth. It's a, I you know, like you a girl type of yeah. Girl, yeah. Like,
6: Gossip Girl, okay. I'm not gonna
5: lie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> guilty
6: it's pleasure
4: here. Guilty. The original okay. Gossip Girl. It is. Yeah. You of have right. it and
6: then, and then, then message you... me and tell me if it's worth me trying. I mean, I'm gonna have some a lot of free time on my hands, so. Yeah, yeah. I
4: mean,
6: what, so, if, what, is, what is
4: everybody's I'm guilty, guilty pleasure? For me, yes, Gossip Girl. Um, you know, Riverdale. I mean, the ones that you don't want to say that you watch, but you do, but you're kind of embarrassed to say. Uh, Does anyone River have a of
0: t- Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs>
4: It's a nightmare. It's okay. <laughs> well, now, yeah, do, you a guilty, do you have a guilty pleasure?
6: Definitely, didn't watch the OC a couple times. Um. <laughs> I,
4: love, I, love the OC. I,
6: I rewatched One Tree Hill. One
5: yep. Tree Hill, it's a good one. No, okay. no, I rewatched it the whole thing. Zod, I know He's you. Not... I
4: know you got. I know you got something that's kind okay, of. Okay, my my guilty but, like,
1: pleasure, like I didn't really watch a lot of trash TV, so like <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really uh but i used to
6: crash tv sir
1: well i'm sorry like you know the the soap opera or like reality tv i never really watched any of that stuff that much Mm -hmm. but i guess a guilty pleasure i can go with because it's definitely not a cool thing to watch but i love love the shit out (laughs) of it is i used to watch good eats (laughs) like i love i
2: know that one okay yeah
1: I love the shit out of that show, and that's like uh, a like really really nerdy cooking show.
6: Yeah. A, though like there is the ones we watch, like that one at least has its value. Yeah. Like you said, trash TV. Is- yeah.
4: Well, my trash TV would be Master <laughs> Chef, Gordon Ramsay's show. <laughs> no, uh, cooking I don't show. think
6: that counts. I don't think that counts. Like
4: that doesn't count. Okay.
6: No, that's not so boppery. Like I think that's. Okay. Cr- I want I want him to yell at me. Just. <laughs> 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 um
4: So yeah, so Sex Life of, of College Girls has been renewed for season two. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: I, guess. I get
1: another one. I could. I yeah. Could, okay, there is something that was soap opery and kind of trashy that I really loved a lot. It was a <laughs> show called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh,
2: oh, I watched that. I
1: loved that show. That was
4: yes, a yep. Yeah, I remember you telling me how you loved that show too. Yeah. And another guilty pleasure that I just uh, started, uh, mostly because I, d- I definitely want to see my buddy's episode, but it's Outer Banks. Um, they just got greenlit for season three.
6: I thought um, sure they got the canceled.
4: No, Outer Banks did not get canceled.
6: I'm surprised. No. I didn't even know that they – I mean, I I know of the show, but the fact that they yeah. Have- is kind of
2: aggressive <laughs> three Someone seasons yeah me. they
5: said that they're like oh i'm so disappointed that the the show got canceled so maybe nope. it, it was canceled or something and then got grimly afterwards or something i don't no, know
4: no no netflix has officially renewed the coming of age mystery series outer banks set on the islands of the same name off the coast of north carolina and the bahamas for a third season we are
6: uh, watching the ideas of other people's lives it's I'm like you know what we should do The Housewives of Lake Jackson because trust me
4: Ah, Would you be Would you be featured on there
6: I'm not even posh but I would be considered Posh in comparison to all of Lake Jackson Yes Like (laughs) 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 Like like, Al you kind of saw The area you know
2: Yes
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to see That can we shoot (laughs) a pilot (laughs) Do it
6: (laughs) Just the drama!
4: Oh my. Oh, God. love to
5: see that! Wow, that, that would be great.
6: getting over well water like
5: that. <laughs> <to> do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ooh, anybody likes Vampire Diaries? Because that was also my thing. That, that was, was a
4: guilty uh, pleasure for you.
5: Oh my gosh, I couldn't get over it after it finished, and like, not on. I, I wasn't with the draw. I, I and didn't... you can watch
4: Vampire Diaries on Netflix. So I, I love how I Netflix and CW off. have that the originals... relationship. Originals, watched, you can watch that.
5: This, the thing is, I watched the originals before the Vampire Diaries, thinking that it wasn't that good. And then when I watched that, I was like, oh, my mind was blown. Just like that reaction, how I loved everything.
4: <laughs> yeah. Has anyone watched the uh, Money Heist? Apparently, that's oh, the, yes, num- yes. the number one um, show on the global top 10 list right now. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually uh, watch
5: it, but I yeah, hear wonderful, wonderful things. Yeah. That, that right, is, that right, is, that about is it. a
1: in, that is, that's a very very clever show like they, okay. they do some really really clever stuff in it and it seems
4: like their international stuff is stepping up like squid yeah. Game and money heist and mm-hmm. those are two of the How top shows right now and money heist oh, also
1: has a a a um I mean it it kind of fits with the zeitgeist it has this kind of anti-capitalistic bent to it which uh, i can see appealing to a lot of people (laughs) and uh, Uh, kind of um kind of like mr robot used to like the kind of in that same vein and um yeah it's a it's a it's a fun show to watch and like the visuals, like they they wear these uh, when they rob the banks. They have these um, they wear these red jumpsuits with these Salvador Dali masks, which <laughs> looks so freaky. One of my
4: favorite artists, by the way. Yeah, that's hey. so cool. Okay, well maybe it's worth worth checking out. I mean, it's already up to its what third season already, Jen. The
1: uh... um, is it? The, I think it's the yeah, the third season. Okay.
4: Yeah. yeah. All right. So this is exciting news for you boys fans on Amazon. They just announced an eight episode animated series set in the same universe as the boys. Uh, oh, nice. It's called Diabolical. Um, and uh, they actually have a video message featuring Carl Urban, who plays Billy Butcher. And basically, it features a slew of writing talent from across the entertainment industry. So each individual episode will be written by Great names in Hollywood. Uh, Aquafina is writing an episode. Garth Ennis is going to write an episode. Oh, nice! Nice. Uh, oh, Elliot and cool. Alana Grazer, Justin Roiland from uh, Rick and Morty will be writing an episode. Perfect. Um, Andy Samberg and Aisha Tyler. Um, <laughs> so I think and Seth Rogen. They're all going nice. to be uh, writing. Uh, <laughs> a, um,
2: is it
0: all yeah. one-offs? Is it all just one-offs of random characters? I,
4: yeah, I, well, let's see if I have any more information on what we can mm. expect on that. Um, c- incredible creators de- delivering eight completely unexpected, funny, shocking, gory, moist, emotional episodes. <laughs> Very okay. particular.
2: You
5: say moist? Uh, they, yes. they, they,
4: it was quoted as moist, yes.
5: Why? I'm, I'm assuming it's going to rain in every episode. That's all uh.
6: Is it porno- Is it pornographic? Like well, I mean, the, the boys has been so pretty edgy. Well, season three
0: is supposed to open up with hero gasm, right?
4: Yeah.
2: yeah. Hero gasm, <laughs> the, the giant,
0: the giant three hundred superhero orgy. So I'm, like, yeah.
6: I'm, I'm looking forward for to that. I'm
1: that. Ah, meant- uh,
5: me
2: too. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's
5: also.
1: Uh, you know, it is your, I, I the boys, know the boys has a character called Love Muscle.
4: <laughs> the so elongated just... man penis, right? Basically, if elongated man or Reed Richards could only stretch their dick, yeah. that would be essentially his power, right? Yeah. I know
6: the Bells show, but I'm... Right <laughs> like, now we're actually discussing
5: below the belt. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Talk about you know the pelvic region. We have to go, and you're on the below the belt show.
4: We're on the below the belt show, and I got a quote from the beautiful star starlight herself, Erin um, Moriarty. When I had a really quick question, I said, "What can you tell us about orgasm And one word?" She's like, "Shocking." <laughs> shocking guys it will be shocking so i'm Cannot looking wait.
0: back through some of this artwork from hero guys and i'm just
4: like how the fuck did they get away with how are this? they going to do it how are they going to do it uh, so my well, God.
5: Put, uh, when they do productions in general though uh they are allowed a certain amount of uh, f words and you know so they probably asked for some kind of a limitation waiver saying please yes. for this one we need to have you know instead of 50 it has to be 250 or whatever which yes. is weird, because
0: on on Netflix like they don't have a rating system they don't go through the MPAA they can put as much disgusting content as they want on their ser- on their service
1: yeah because i oh, thought it, it just yeah. falls under the kind of nebulous tv ma
5: you know what mm-hmm. you're also right i think it's about the, uh, the, interesting the, it being shown in theaters and if it's not in theaters if it's streaming then it probably does not yeah. apply
4: yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm Interesting. Just looking at uh what's what's this image? Oh yeah, it's uh She-Hulk and everyone is running a train on her. Oh, that's great.
4: Well, uh, not, She-Hulk's in the DC universe, so it's kind of like a parody of She-Hulk then. Yeah, well, it's, no,
0: it's like it's like a Gigantor woman. It's like the, Okay. Yeah, and everyone is like the they have boys. to get up on a chair to get up to her. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I mean they
1: they have uh, they have analogs in the uh, in the boys universe for every yeah, the, everybody's analog of some major DC character.
4: Oh, that's true. It's it's almost a, everyone's a parody almost. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I did kind of realize that. Yeah. Very good. Uh, so with the, the final the issue of The boys. No.
0: What
4: can you okay. tell us about it? I'm just gonna
2: show
1: it
4: to you. Okay. okay. Well the You're gonna add it on the chat on the chat room.
1: One one of the things with that Hero story is it implied that um Homelander Homelander has uh has very, very um Homelander and uh the the Captain America analog um
4: Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god. So let's describe this image. Final the final episode of the boys basically all the
0: superheroes <laughs> flying into a toilet. <laughs> it's all
4: the superheroes flying into a toilet. And um that's
6: somehow like a shitty situation. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry.
5: <laughs> Maybe it's their bunker, you know?
0: <laughs> Garthness has a bit of disdain for superheroes, so Yes.
4: Uh, so I'm this, glad he's going to write one of the animated episodes, but he's going to let I'm other sure people make it as filthy as possible. As filthy as filthy as possible. All right, moving on to Apple. So we, we were almost going to get an Avengers reunion with Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson in, in Apple Original Films ghosted. But apparently Scarlett can't do it. And now Anna de Armas has taken her place.
0: So now it's a Knives and- Out reunion.
4: So it's a Knives Out reunion. It's not going to be a, an Avengers reunion. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, um, you know, they're trying to get more big Apple, direct-to-Apple <clears> films, <throat> you know. That's kind of like yeah. – that's a romantic action-adventure film, probably very basic plot, nothing too crazy.
0: I keep thinking about signing up for Apple TV
4: just so I can watch Foundation. Foundation?
5: Oh, fantastic. And I
4: hear Swan Song is another must- yeah, I've heard Swan's always good, too. Yeah. I
5: haven't gotten to that one yet. The and, Foundation is, yeah. for sci-fi people, yes. yeah. you've
4: put, you put Foundations over before, and I remember you said how great it was. So mm-hmm. Apple Apple Films is also going to bring a film with Anna McKay, which we just talked about earlier um, with Don't Look Up, and Jennifer Lawrence will star in it. So I guess Adam loved working with Jennifer. He's going to work with her again. It's called Bad Blood um yeah okay. so uh yep so uh basically it's about the theranos founder elizabeth holmes whatever theranos is i don't know what that is but uh you don't know uh, the story behind theranos what I is don't. theranos so so it's the rise and fall with revolutionizing the hair care healthcare system
1: right right That they, ended with the they, collapse
4: of a company yeah they
1: claimed uh they claimed that they had this like revolutionary where uh like easy and portable way to test blood, like that was the entire basis of the company, and they got billions and billions of dollars of, um,
5: and that's of funding,
1: money. funding for it, uh, right, and it right, turned, turned out it was worry, yeah. entirely faked, and like they had. Oh, nothing. and um,
4: you think it'll you, make a good movie?
1: Well, yeah, she's like the. Uh, elizabeth holmes is that her name
4: elizabeth? yes
1: elizabeth holmes yeah, yeah she's <laughs> like uh she was like such a bizarre person like she's like you know apparently like she read somewhere like she dressed just like steve jobs like that was her whole deal and like you know she was trying to develop this sort of like um you know to become like one of those like cultish character type ceos kind of like Steve Jobs or Elon Musk or Ah, anyone like that and I mean you know it was so incredibly um, you know literally like they could do nothing that they promised like nothing and um, and even when she was asked about like the products and the science behind it she couldn't answer any questions like she didn't she had no idea what she was doing And, and it was it's crazy to see like how much like like how much funding they got. So, you know, they convinced a lot of venture capitalists to do, uh, wow. to do best in the company and it was entirely a
4: grip. Wow. And, hmm. Interesting. So so they have a bla- bad blood film. They also have a bad monkey series. So, hmm. I guess Apple's all about the bad uh, titles, but uh this is going to be a drama series. Uh, starring Michelle Monaghan, Jody Turner Smith, Meredith Hagner, and Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn is going to lead the show, and it's I a story really of, on those of yeah, it's a story of Andrew Yancey, a one-time detective demoted to restaurant inspector in Southern Florida. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, and he had a severed arm um, found. Okay, a severed arm found by a tourist fishing pulls yancey into the world of greed and corruption that decimates the land and environment in, in both florida and the bahamas and there is a monkey okay very and odd and there is a <laughs> monkey so, okay i mean very
6: if you not before let's throw in the fact that there's a monkey though
0: yeah <laughs> well so did why the last man on that show got canceled so you know.
4: yeah so general I, I i i do i need to read the books i mean like i can't watch it on um read
1: the, books. the books are good i can't read
4: it i can't watch it on fx anymore how yeah. is how is the how did the monkey survive
1: um is, is it, it a big
4: is that a big spoiler
1: i gotta i gotta reread them i don't remember the exact okay. details behind <laughs> it
4: and
0: uh, why the last man you mean
4: yeah, yeah I, I um, I, i'm okay with knowing the spoiler uh the show. the last issue
0: takes place 30 years after the end of the main series
1: well, I know I know the monkey was the key for why Yorick, the main character, survived. Some kind of antibodies. And, yeah. yeah. But like, I mean, I remember really like when did those books come out? Like in Oh, it was
0: like the mid two thousands. Mid two thousands.
1: I remember really enjoying them when yeah. when I read. them. They were
0: basically just TV shows on paper.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: Right. Yeah. Okay. That is, a show right.
0: that, that is a book series that is just
1: cursed, trying to get adapted.
4: Yeah, I'm, I feel <laughs> so bad. They tried to about...
0: adapt that, like, three times, and it fails every time.
1: I remember I guess... Shea LaBeouf. Sheila LaBeouf was supposed to be, like, he was supposed to be Yorick in the, uh, in the, they the were trying version? yeah, a movie yeah. version of it. Yeah.
4: But do, I'll tell you what, though, I mean, I, I enjoyed the panel at Comic-Con. I went to New York Comic-Con, they had the panel for the series, and... It just couldn't hold the viewers, man. I I feel bad. Um, yeah, but, he, so much. But uh,
1: the creator of that book, his his name's Brian K. Vaughn. He's uh he's written like he has a he has a current book out, which I think is probably the best comic book made. This saga. book, Saga. Yeah, Saga. Yeah. Yeah, and that'll eventually be a movie or a TV. That system. hasn't
4: that hasn't been announced. Good <laughs> luck with it,
1: that. <laughs> <We'll> see. <laughs> That's, I got. That, I got. I see. I can see an animated movie, not a live action. Movie. Okay. Yeah, that's true. It's
0: strange. It's Too fucking weird to make into live action. It's too weird.
4: I guess I'll. I have some comic I book mean, adaptations that will be.
6: Maybe um... Z was weird, but they did that. Yeah. Um, a lot of good examples actually of live action films. They still turned or uh, movies that were that should not have been live action, but they were. There's yeah. yeah. But. <laughs>
4: Well, they, uh, there's a the news of um, two popular comic book series. Um, General, I know you are very familiar with these, I'm sure. Battle Chasers is one of them.
6: Yeah, that okay?
4: It's an independent comic uh, from the turn of the century.
1: Uh, you would really like Battle Chasers, I would tell so you. It's you're, written you're a big in, fan of J. Scott Campbell.
4: I am a big uh, J. Scott Campbell fan. Yeah, he, I don't. he think did one he's... cover, but Joe Madiera is the one that wrote it, yeah. wrote the comic, and drew it. Um, but apparently, yeah, apparently they're going to get, um, a television deal, um, from the Alcon television group is going to produce a battle chasers, uh television show. Okay. Um, they don't have a network yet, um, but they, they already have the green light to produce it. So, um, another one popular one is, um, uh, it's called the metal men.
1: Oh, that's a DC, that's a DC comic.
4: Yeah, DC comic, yes, have you heard yeah. of him?
1: <clears throat> yeah, they're so, like, they're these four robots. I would see that working as a comedy. I don't think they could play it straight.
4: Yeah, so it's Ron Clements and John Musker. They're the animation team um, behind the Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Princess Frog. Um, and this will be a Warner animation group. It won't be live action though. Oh, but,
1: so it might be. it might be more of like an all ages thing, which could work
4: could work Mm yeah it's
1: it's kind of a corny idea like the metal men is definitely like a a kind of a remnant of like silver age comics it's basically this uh oh what's it close to it's kind of similar to the powerpuff girls actually
2: (laughs) like
1: (laughs) like uh that's the best way to put it because it's this it's this like you know pipe smoking scientist and he comes up with these robots based on metal and they fight crime like that so that could work like (laughs) a like kind of like the power as
4: an animated show yeah and, uh, yeah that could work um okay so the, another dc um series that's gonna be on cw is called naomi and stephanie marsh just joined ava duvernay and jill blankenship's dc superhero drama for the cw yeah and um naomi is based on the comic series of the same name centers mm-hmm. around a teenage superhero whose life is upended when Natural, uh, supernatural events occur in her hometown
1: yeah she's the uh, the culmination of brian michael bendis's time in dc comics he's the um you know brian michael bendis has written is like mm-hmm. a ton of comics and it was a big deal when he signed this deal to become dc uh dc exclusive and i think <sighs> quite like, work out <laughs> Yeah, it didn't quite work out as well as people would have expected it to. But Naomi was the biggest thing that came out of that.
4: All right. Awesome.
6: But I have to ask real quick. So I wanted to ask this earlier and I know that we'll be wrapping up soon. Yeah, um, we will unfortunately, be. But how does everyone <laughs> feel about hating Christians and coming back for Boba Fett and for Obi-Wan?
4: I think it's you know. fantastic. I, although I, don't, I don't think good. I haven't heard him being confirmed for Boba Fett. I heard he was confirmed for Obi-Wan. Um did you hear otherwise for Boba Fett? Uh,
6: there was not. It was actually I think it was um we were just watching a couple of the um the the previews and the first looks on it and Mikey pointed out something. He's just like they're actually showing him um, at least within the, the breakdown in the trailer for Boba Fett, he's like, it hasn't been confirmed, but he's the one that I actually pointed out to me. He's just like, no, no, no. He's definitely coming back for both. He, he didn't tell me whether he didn't use the words it was confirmed, but he's like, there's already been footage uh, in regards to this. There's already been talks of how it's linked because Obi-Wan and then Boba Fett. So I'm not sure yet.
2: But how did,
1: how, how would that work with Boba Fett? Doesn't Boba Fett take place around the time of the Mandalorian? I mean, Darth Vader Vader's does. dead. Yeah. yeah.
6: And that's why I'm a little confused. But Mikey, he apparently swears that no, he's coming back for both, and that there was some information about it. I'm like, I'm not going to confirm mm. whether I know that or not. No, yet.
4: timeline-wise, I'm, the Obi Wan series makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but I'm not gonna, not not the Boba Fett. Not yeah, not that? Boba Fett. No.
6: Okay, so that still, be-
5: I'm, I'm super excited. By the way,
6: one more time. I think,
4: well, you, to answer your question, Tiff, I think Hayden needs a little redemption on his acting ability because he was criticized yeah. for. Oh, I hate sad. It's so coarse. That wasn't
0: his fault. <laughs> it was the
4: writing it wasn't. The writing. It's the, <laughs> it the writing, I Not his fault.
5: I, I, I loved
4: him and in that. And he smiles movie. better than the kid actor that played Anakin. Honestly. Oh, Jake
1: Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. Oh, no. but Jake, think, Lloyd Jake Lloyd has <sighs> been quoted to saying he despises everything Star Wars related, yep. and yeah, uh, okay. he doesn't want to. Like, he doesn't even do like convention appearances. Yeah, and I noticed
4: really that you know. he doesn't do any. He's <laughs> yeah. also had legal trouble, but Anakin, I think. Um, yeah, I think. It's a great idea. uh Number one, because I love how things tie in. So you're yeah. trying to get cool characters, um and then we get to see. So wait a minute. So the Obi Wan. Does anyone know what the Obi Wan time? Nice I know it's
0: between the end of Episode Three and Episode Four.
5: I mean, it says post-production Yeah, in a show. yeah. Anytime. Yeah. So,
4: uh, so even that's, then, that's a I lot. That's mean... that's thirty year time span that could be. But I think they're going to go based on. Elon the- mcgregor's age so yeah. maybe 10 years after the- well then well then how would they use hayden christensen
1: in that because he's already darth vader by the yeah way. he's just darth uh, vader <laughs> he's be not darth Anakin. vader
4: he could be he could show up without his mask and they'll put the similar uh prosthetics you know the burnt face they could do and they could also do some flashbacks jesse yeah L- like maybe uh them yeah. during the clone wars um they'll do some live action stuff in the clone wars Flashbacks, and they'll just, and they'll you just know?
1: de-age and McGregor I guess I don't
4: know, really. yeah. if they just color his beard you know just make you know make him look similar to yeah. you yeah. know episode it's two not maybe. Even
6: trying. they could do so much more than that
0: just as long as they don't resurrect dead actors like they did with Peter Cushing I'm happy
4: yeah exactly that was in
0: extremely bad taste in real yeah <laughs>
4: And um, this is... Carrie Fisher
0: wasn't even dead for like a month and they had her CGI'd into that movie. And I'm like, this is in really bad taste.
4: Mm. Are we talking about The Rise of Skywalker or are we talking about Rogue One? Oh, oh, both. (laughs) Okay. Because she wasn't dead dead on Rogue One.
6: Yeah, no, Um, they milked the footage that they had for her too. It was kind of sad, but it was heartbreaking. And I think it was way too soon too. But hey, that means her family had to have approved it. So that says something, her daughter being involved, it's... What they milked it for what it was worth from all sides. Yeah,
5: so. that's what you got to do, you know, to maximize everything, you know. Yeah,
0: not that it saved Rise of Skywalker, but
6: <laughs>
5: shattered.
1: shattered glass.
0: I actually like that movie. I actually
1: liked yeah, that movie. I did too. That was the only that's the only Hayden Christensen movie I saw that I truly really enjoyed. But I did yeah. enjoy that Jumper
0: movie. is not good.
5: Kevin Kline is more the star of the Life as a House. But uh, it's still just a great movie. Like I could watch it and rewatch it. And if you yeah. guys
0: want a really good laugh, there's a movie called Awake.
5: By the way, this is not uh...
6: I the. I feel like I might have seen that. I'm writing it down though.
0: It's it's uh, Hayden Christensen. It goes undergoes. I think it's heart surgery, and it. he has an outer body experience where his soul leaves his body. It's really bad.
6: While oh, doing the <laughs> surgery, I think, right? Yes, is
0: that... it is hilariously bad.
6: Uh, seven, okay, because apparently, I was like, wait, there's not a new one coming out. There's another movie called the exact same thing, Shocker, for this year, but okay. Yeah.
0: It, it's yeah. it's about people that undergo anesthesia but don't get put under because they're immune to the anesthesia. So he's, a, he's mm-hmm. alive while he's being cut open so mm-hmm. he can feel the pain, Yeah, which does happen. It, it can happen,
2: yeah. So. I
6: mean they weren't putting me um they weren't putting me to sleep or anything but getting a root canal they had to give me 3 injections before it worked they went to drill and it was like still sh- just staggering pain and he's like oh you still feel oh. wait a few minutes Let's do another injection and then he went to do it again I'm like ah <laughs> <laughs> 3 injections so and suddenly the music's louder and everything's light. <laughs> and I was high. <laughs> uh,
4: you got to be sometimes right All right. I don't know if anyone watches Fear the Walking Dead. I doubt anyone in the panel does, Uh, but
2: uh, I
4: I just this is kind of a big announcement because it's really exciting that a character that they supposedly killed off, but we never saw the body is coming back. And that's uh, Kim Dickens character of Madison Clark, who was the lead (coughs) in the first four seasons of Fear the Walking Dead. They just announced on the Talking Dead after show that mm-hmm. um kim dickens will be making her return and i'm really excited because she is one character that just was great on this show and the fact that they uh killed her off just so hastily and um mm-hmm. and she didn't really want out of the show she just she it was just the writer's decision and as a lead just for maybe shock value i don't know but i think they got enough fan like uh petition and just um overwhelming response from fans that we never saw her body. We never saw her die. Bring her back. And they're listening. The showrunners are listening to the fans. They're bringing back Kim Dickens as uh, Madison. So um, I think that's really exciting, guys. So, um, Any Snowpiercer fans on TNT? Yes. They just, yes. They mm-hmm. just yes, dropped uh, Yeah? Oh, really? Okay. So that, I watched both seasons. You watched both seasons? Are you excited? Season three. Uh, they There's, just dropped a trailer.
5: Um, How about, does it? It's fantastic. I mean, how did, can't how stop does that, watching.
1: How does that show compare to the movie? I love the movie. Never I didn't seen watch the show. I've the
5: movie. To tell you the truth, I need to watch the movie. I love but...
6: the movie. I think. Yeah.
5: Um, I, mean, it's, I think it's it, comparable. I heard. The, okay.
6: The pace is different. But I like the casting. It's very unique. I think that the characters are um are very um related. I mean, you you can grow into them if not at first, mm-hmm. but I think that they're all unique in their own way. And I think it's well cast. That's the biggest part, especially with a show like that. But the movie is also, I mean, it's, it's very hard to beat a movie when it comes to a series, in my my opinion. I, yeah. I like the movie more.
1: And that's but, Bong Jun Ho,
4: so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I like, like the
6: movie more, but I I just like
4: that's the Parasite director, right? More yeah.
6: Than that's yeah.
4: Yeah. So I got it. That's another show on my yeah. Uh, you know, I started it. And my, very much like Yellowstone, I started watching Yellowstone because I had an actor on Yellowstone. I never mm-hmm. finished it. But everyone's saying how good it is. And now they're doing a, um, a prequel set in the year 1883. And the show oh. is called 1883. Guess uh, what? That, that's uh, going to be said, on Paramount+. Plus.
5: I actually auditioned for a part in that show. Did you really? Yeah, oh. I got it through my agent and everything. Oh, and, uh, wow. was hoping to get it because I would have to relocate and be traveling for like six months and you
4: know you'd be okay with that if you if you booked it right
5: absolutely (laughs) i'm like like, yeah this is an adventure of a lifetime
4: yeah how cool would that be and i did watch a little bit of yellowstone has anyone tuned into yellowstone not yet not yet people have talked about
1: it um i don't know it's like uh they, they talk about it as like a red state succession (laughs) <laughs> that's whatever. That, like it's yeah, like yeah. it's, like, it, it's uh, a modern it's,
4: western. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like succession for people who don't live in cities. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so it might be good. Kevin Costner. It might be
2: good.
4: Yeah. And um, uh, yeah. that's the thing. We we were gonna have Adrian Ray from Paramount is The Game on, but we we're going to um, be doing that interview. Um pre-recording for a different time and, and posting it into this week's show, but uh, Paramount Plus has a lot of good contact. Uh, I have to thank a certain somebody. Maybe I shouldn't name that person, but, uh, uh. Yeah, <laughs> but
2: uh,
0: Paramount Plus, apparently tomorrow we're supposed to get a teaser for the Halo TV show.
5: Oh, Ooh. oh, my gosh. What that? Jinx.
4: Oh, that that's definitely gonna be worth tuning into, and of course they all...
5: were... that's very nostalgic, Halo. Were you,
1: were you all like big gamers and played Halo? Um,
5: my I know Tiff is. I, I was at some point with somebody, you know, in the past. It, it was definitely a big part of my life, you know. Okay.
6: Halo is definitely one of the best games ever made. So they have a lot to look yeah. Too. They really do. Um, well, I think
0: Ridley Scott is one of the producers on it, so I think the money is gonna be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It,
6: and the quality has to. I thought Halo was just a, such a breakthrough game. The story and everything mm. they did really well with the concept. It was unique. It just. It was. It was definitely a, a game changing. It was a game changer. A game changing game. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it a, <laughs> but it was one of my best games. Or my favorite games of all time.
4: Oh wow! So I guess I can't ri- wait for that trailer for the Halo series. There plus is a teaser also... out right
0: now, but it's just like a few little shots. It's nothing. Oh, okay, but not. Yeah, a full I, shot, I dropped but... it into the chat. So.
4: Cool. Although, uh, Paramount Plus also has South pa- South Park post COVID, the return of COVID. They're doing uh, yeah. a bunch of made-for-TV films. Um, uh, South Park films are going to drop exclusively on um, Paramount Plus. So <laughs> check it out. So, yeah, I've been a long time. Long time south park fan not as religious as a (laughs) lot but but when i'll turn in uh to comedy central from time to time i I do enjoy watching it
2: um uh, is is paramount
1: plus gonna get most of the uh comedy central stuff now because i know a lot of it's on hbo max
2: good question
4: i know that maybe south park is kind of like owned independently maybe and i think um, they're going to get uh, the bulk of South Park. But I don't know per se about the rest of the Comedy Central well, stuff.
1: I'm pretty sure Comedy Central is owned by Paramount. That's why it, ah. it would make sense. It
4: would make sense. Maybe they like,
2: leased it to
0: HBO or something like that. What was that? Maybe they leased it out to HBO Max so they could get a draw for their series or something like that. And now they've... Now that Paramount's got their own streaming service, they're just going to let it lapse or something? I don't know.
1: That's probably yeah. what's going to happen. What I will say on Paramount Plus, I don't have Paramount Plus, but I, I was curious to see where this. There was a, this hysterically funny show on Comedy Central that was on in like the early 2010s called Review. And um, it, familiar. it starred Andy Daly, and Andy Daly is this. Uh, comedian and podcaster he does mostly podcasts like but he's like really insanely funny and that show is on paramount plus so if you have paramount plus i highly recommend you see that because i remember when i watched that i watched that when it originally came out and that was like fall off my chair funny (laughs) when i when i saw it before and awesome yeah
4: well gosh looks like we're uh we're we're going a little late on the time so i'll I'll drop out one more thing before we uh, close uh, tonight's show, and that's uh, the People's Choice Awards. Just run down a few of the winners, um, and that was hosted by Keenan Thompson of Saturday Night Live. I get a, got a chance to check it out. Um, I'm glad I did, because uh, even though it's one of the lesser respected awards show, uh, because it's voted by the fans and not by some elite academy, um, it really is a reflection on on American pop culture, because it's not the critics it's not the academy it's um, it's america voting for their favorite movies and tv shows so and you won't find like the oscar worthy type of movies uh, and tv sh- and the emmy w- w- emmy worthy tv shows in this list so the best movie of 2021 is black widow People's huh. Choice Award winner for best movie of 2021. That's actually wow.
1: pretty surprising because that's not even the best Marvel movie of I,
4: I
2: know, right? <laughs> no, the,
1: the, the most recent
0: episode for. of Film Rescue is Black Widow, and we had a lot of things to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: America, America thinks otherwise. Um, comedy yes. movie of 2021, Free Guy. Okay. That was good. That's I pretty good. That, that I can understand, yeah. That yeah. was a fun movie. It yeah.
5: was, it was
4: action movie twenty twenty
6: one I at any point even a little that movie or my just on my own here and my pity and pitifulness and shame <laughs> No well, oh have... that movie okay just me you
4: ha that. you have you have some Blackwood resonates with you in some way i think
6: no 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 i i mean free guy <laughs>
4: yeah. oh free guy, okay, i'm sorry
6: i um loved free guy, i got emotional in there oh. But oh. it also really showed Ryan Reynolds' range. Like, he's the only guy, like I think for me personally, that is super hot, but then you put him in a role and pretend he's not, and the personality <laughs> change, that their personality, and really does show that it is about personality no matter yeah. how mm-hmm. you are, because I did not find him attractive in Free Guy at all. <laughs> okay.
4: Interesting.
2: Interesting. <laughs> There's
0: I, a movie he was in called uh, Mississippi Grind, directed by the people that did uh, Captain Marvel. It's uh, about the gambling routes along the um uh, the Mississippi uh, casino route
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's uh it's him and Ben Mendelssohn, and it's it's a rough watch wow. <laughs> It's very anti Ryan Reynolds.
2: Wow. he's not funny in it at all.
0: oh
1: is he does he play the villain in it? No, he's
0: just like a, a gambling addict. He's, just, uh, he's, oh, just a, so it, he's addicted to gambling. He can't oh, stop. Oh, so
1: is it is it kind of like Nicolas Cage in Leaving Las Vegas? Like, that kind of role? Yeah, yeah. Where okay. he's I, down on his luck the entire just, time.
6: Just the other day, I was um asking Mikey, I was talking to Mikey about, you know, wanting to see him in more serious roles. And he was just like, oh, no, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds has a lot of serious roles. Let me get you started here. <laughs> but seeing him step out of the asshole roles or you know those roles like that are um like the my best friend uh, stepping out of those roles is is really it's, it's still weird to me but it's, it's it's refreshing it's it's really good i mean he's he's a great actor but he's just so typecast now as the asshole that i'm like does he really do serious roles well does he not hmm. like i don't even
2: remember
6: them existing even when i've seen them because yeah. it's just cool to me and, and 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 characters like free guy now like it's weird so weird
4: Disclosure: I still have to see Free Guy. I know.
6: It, oh, no I need, super, it.
1: I need to see it. Super fun movie. My kids really loved it a lot too. It I need is- to see <laughs> it.
4: Yeah.
6: It's almost
2: like
5: uh, a bad video game, but uh, you know, but a uh, but a movie.
4: I know. I really wanted to see it. Which is a theme
6: now. It definitely is a theme since. Oh goodness. Uh, Ready Player One. Now. It's
4: oh a- yeah. Yes, I love that movie. I did love so much nostalgia in that one. I um, loved it.
6: Team now and they'll they'll do it until they they overdo it. But I think Free Guy was it did it well. It did it differently. Mm-hmm. I liked it a mm-hmm. lot. The D- different perspective uh, of the whole thing mm-hmm. and it's very spl-
5: believable too. Mm-hmm. It, like you felt like you were part of the experience.
4: Yeah. So the action movie of 2021, Shang Chi: Legends of the Ten Rings. Shang-Chi? Drama what? movie of 2021, Cruella. That's, an interesting that's drama a drama movie. Like, no, that's
1: a that was not a drama, but that is a that's also a really, really surprisingly good movie. I it was good, that but was, the that drama was entertaining movie?
4: because oh. yeah, I mean no, all these other movies, I mean I can't see the 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 general public choosing it. But uh, who who else? Was partially nominated. why I
0: don't pay attention to the People's Choice Awards. Yeah, them.
4: it's it's like the least respected award show, but who it does reflect America. Who else was nominated
1: for drama? I'm
0: yeah, okay, drama
4: well,
2: nominated.
4: Dune. Drama movie, can you believe it? Mm-hmm. uh Fatherhood, <laughs> Halloween Kills, In the oh, Heights, make... a quiet Halloween Place kills, what? I know, Halloween drama kills. Yeah, I know. This is the people's choice, guys. It makes no sense. Old and respect. What
1: is respect?
4: I don't. Aretha wrote... Franklin. Oh, that's Aretha Frank, Franklin. Biopic. Gotcha. Yeah.
5: The, the biopic. Yeah.
4: So
1: Pig
0: wasn't nominated. Green Knight wasn't nominated. I know.
4: So they did. The, the thing is people's choice don't do anything Oscar or i mean worthy nothing okay. it's all it's all just a bunch of fluff
1: <laughs> so it's so it's all
4: like popcorn movies yes much.
1: yes yeah it's, it's all that it's
0: all male that.
4: Yeah. male star of 2021 male movie star is dwayne the rock johnson for jungle cruise yeah, yeah. That's one of
6: people's choice of <laughs> <laughs> just kidding.
4: Scarlet, Scarlett johansson black widow female movie star of 2021
5: <laughs> That makes sense, you I'm know, the movie.
6: Apparently I'm not the only person that has jumped, that has been addicted to her, that is in love with her, that wishes a lot of things would happen with her someday. Yeah,
0: but Florence Pugh stole that movie.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Did
0: you see? Apparently, she got banned. She got blocked on Twitter because she posted. Black Widow spoilers. Oh, <laughs> or no, she was supposed really? to Hawkeye spoilers. Hawkeye spoilers.
4: Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> she got blocked on know. Twitter on her own post account. A picture of themselves on set, right, yeah. before the episode drops. Yeah. I listen to <laughs> Zach Braff's,
0: uh, her boyfriend, Zach Braff, uh, his podcast, and sometimes she'll just pop in every now and again and yeah. be like, I made pizza. Oh, you're recording. I made pizza. <laughs> 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 she is a treasure. She has she the is.
6: personality that, you know, even if she got banned from Twitter, she has a personality of a person that just does not give a yeah.
4: fuck. <laughs> I love I to work, I work with her. One day.
6: her yeah. She's much yes. more fun than I, I than Scarlett Johansson gives her 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 the vibe of her own personality that she comes yeah. off as. She,
0: for, for Halloween this year, she went as her character from Midsummer. Like that says a lot. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! <laughs> I love it.
4: All right. TV show 2021, Loki, the big winner. Can you believe that? Right, uh, no one. surprise. No surprise. Yeah. yeah. Drama show 2021, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, God. I
5: watched the new. That's season. still on the air. It's
4: still on the air for 20 plus seasons. Oh, my gosh. Jesus. Comedy okay. show 2021, Never Have I Ever. Never even oh, heard I, of I,
5: that. I watched that.
4: I watched that. Watch that. Yeah. Yes. Never Have I Ever. Okay.
5: I watch a lot of obscure things as well. Just... Yeah. Well, Tom
4: Hiddleston also won for TV male star 2021. Ellen Pompeo, TV star, female TV star 2021 for Grey's Anatomy. So I don't know. I don't need to read the rest of these. I don't think, but it's like uh, they they still want to do the gender separated categories because a lot of award shows are doing gender inclusive. It's just actor of the year, both male and female. But People's Choice still doing the Male and female stars. Um we talked about that last week on the pros and cons of um making genderless acting categories versus you know not Yeah,
1: why why not just do that?
4: I think it has to do well, you get less playing field. Like um like It becomes have,
1: it becomes harder to get them, I would think. That would I be think it more becomes amazing. more challenging. Yeah. You know? There's more um, competition.
4: That's that's a thing, but then you have actors act- actors like uh, you know Elliot Page and and um, you have um, you have non-binary actors like Asia Kate Dillon you know um, yeah. who they expressed you know their um, displeasure with with that because they're non-binary so where they you know they're neither female nor male at um, least as how they identify themselves so I can see where that's a problem problematic from that case but. When it eliminates more nominees, that's also prob- problematic as well, and you're not getting as much recognition. So, um, And of course, um, uh, People's Choice also uh, recognizes artists like Adele, the female artist of 2021, and Lil Nas X, the male artist of 2021, and BTS, ugh, the group of twenty twenty-one. I'm sorry. i just I just don't understand the obsession with BTS. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> I don't get it. I really don't. Why are they popular? <laughs> um but that's that's all I have on uh on the people's choice. I don't want to go through the rest of them, but uh gotta give a um a props uh to the Kennedy Center honors honorees, which are Lauren Michaels, Bet Midler. Music legend Joni Mitchell and Motown Records creator Barry Gordy. Um, they were just inducted into the um, Kennedy Center Honors um, this past Sunday in Washington, D.C. So, um, yeah, um, and I think we should probably wrap things up tonight. I, I had gossip news, but I feel like we if we started it, we would probably go on forever. But if everyone's on the same page... Should we just call it a night and and, and we wrap up with the recipe shout outs or does everybody have more energy?
6: It's up to you guys. I'm good either way.
2: Uh, I mean, you
1: know, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm OK. I mean, I am eventually because I do have to work tomorrow. But yeah. it's like uh, I I do eventually. But I'm cool with this. I haven't done a podcast in a while. So.
4: <laughs> well, you're on last month. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know. We could. We could talk a little bit. All right, so we'll throw a little bit of gossip stuff, but let, let's definitely try to wrap up within the next few minutes. Um, All right, so the Justice Smollett uh, case is happening in the Chicago court. Now, he's still standing by that he did not commit a hoax when the two brothers that supposedly um, he wrote a check for to wrap a noose around his neck and beat him up Apparently just made their statements, so I, I don't feel like it's looking good for Jesse Smollett. Um, um, in his uh, case, I mean, definitely gives uh, the legit hate crimes a bad name, you know. Um, yeah, sure. um, you know, you know, for this just fictional um attack by two men and that were using racial and homophobic sirs. Obviously, when the story first broke out, everybody was on justice Smollett's side. They were like, "Oh my god, this is horrible." Um, and once it was revealed that it was indeed potentially a hoax, and now this is why we're we're seeing this trial finally play out. Um, yeah the the, the, biggest, like the biggest the
1: uh, biggest the biggest injustice about this is it gives um, um, platforms like Fox News something to talk about like all the fucking yeah. time. And, yeah, and yeah, I mean the whole thing about how it kind of like. Um, kind of brings up skepticism about legit hate crimes yeah that's a and it gives i mean and it it gives something like i hate that it gives right wingers something to gloat about and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's
2: so yeah,
4: you're right insight. it was it has been the topic on fox news you're absolutely right yeah and, and he's facing six counts of disorderly conduct which is a class four felony in illinois so lying about the police about the incident and the police investigation um but but the two brothers uh, told the jury that Smollett had paid them 3500 to stage the attack. Uh, and Smollett testified that the payment was for their services as a personal trainer <laughs> for a music video. So I, I don't know where this is going because uh, Smollett, for whatever reason, is pleading not guilty when there's all this evidence. So I'm, I don't know why I decided to take the not guilty route um because
0: i think no did... matter what at this point he's basically screwed
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah
5: and, I think and... it gives him a chance a, l- a little bit of you know some percentage that he's now going to be found guilty yeah yeah and then he I probably know. didn't offer him a good deal either so maybe he's yeah. like let's do this let's go to trial
2: yeah
4: and uh curious uh this will probably affect his career um uh, clearly um and much like with Alec Baldwin, we can segue into Alec Baldwin. He just deleted his Twitter account hmm. uh, along with his wife, Hilara Baldwin. Uh, they, she also deleted hers. This uh, comes right after his uh, revealing interview uh, that we talked a little bit about last week, but we, um, I got a chance to see uh, last Thursday that Alec um, insisted that he did not pull the trigger.
5: That's right. But um, I was discussing that as well. And you, they don't go off themselves. So the no. guns, he had to have pulled something. Therefore, otherwise it would not have gone off.
4: The barrel, he claims to have pulled the barrel, but mm-hmm. not.
5: Mm-hmm. not right, product. but but they're saying yes, it, he's claiming that, but I think experts are saying disproving them. I think the the police department they're just saying that's impossible. So
2: yeah, mm-hmm. so I,
5: I honestly get to, I, I don't know, I I I have to still. Uh, be on the side of the police here why Somebody, why do they
1: why do they have live rounds in guns on they're the rest- supposed to, they're they, not don't. Supposed to. Yeah, they don't yeah they, they don't they're not supposed to no
5: no and we I just think... need to
4: find out how so but the reasons why they would. well the reasons why they they they, they, they had the bullets is for target practice outside no. Set right? Is that not? No, is that, no, not, no, no, is no, that no. not accurate? No. no okay. is.
6: Not actually, no. Sometimes it's not a live round. It's not a bullet. It's um the gun wasn't properly cleaned. Um things can I mean you can you can get it kind of built up in the gun and if it wasn't cleared properly something can fire out of that. So. Yeah. What even, happened
0: to Brandon Lee on uh, the Crow? Yeah, oh yeah. Buildup, yeah.
6: The, yeah. The buildup from um my pregnancy yeah. brain with verbiage, but um the buildup and such from the gunpowder anything that was still a residual that wasn't properly cleared by the professional on set, that can happen. And that's exactly what happened. Like the, the gentleman did actually check that gun and handed it to him and then clear, clearly didn't do his job. So that's the problem. Yeah.
1: I thought it was a, I thought it was a woman. who was the armorer on that.
4: Yeah. It wasn't and, a uh, Gutierrez was the uh, armorer. The
6: last name. Yeah. I just knew the, I read through it and I knew the name, but yeah, they even confirmed that, It was checked, supposedly, and then handed to him. He didn't just, you know, play with this gun by himself and just fire it off. That's not what happened is supposedly it was cleared. He was told that it was
5: good. Yeah. Well, the AD, I think, I believe, had similar incidents on other sets, first of all. And I believe what happened also was that you were using these same guns prior to on the weekend or something like that to just play around and shoot around.
4: Yeah, that's what playing. I was alluding to. Yeah. What maybe they had the guns for so offset why, for target practice.
5: It, it wasn't yeah. target practice, it was just 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 having fun and, and Or having fun they, for that matter. Right. Playing and with so, it. So, so, so they might And have there was try- a mix
4: up. There was a big mix up and somehow they ended up on set. So Yeah. Know. It's kinda crazy someone to blame.
6: But even then if, if the if it's handed to the actor, you would assume that it should it would be checked, especially if, you know, they told the actor it's it's good to go. But you can't you can't really fault an actor if they were told this was done. It's not the actor's job to check it. That's the problem.
5: Well, technically, since it's a gun, you should check it whether you're an actor or not. Well, Plus, yeah. I think this was a rehearsal. They didn't have to actually shoot anything. So why would you shoot during your rehearsal? Yeah. And also another big thing, this is, I, I don't I don't think anybody brought that up. So they went to shoot this scene or to rehearse this scene right after lunch. Mm-hmm. And right after lunch you were trying to save some time so maybe they were in a hurry so they didn't mm-hmm. do their due diligence you know how oh you know it's his production so they're trying to save money save yeah, time. he is a producer of the film yeah he
6: was so, ready yeah uh, he was thinking you know ready to go on the scene yeah so
5: the, yeah. Goes, go 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 you know but yeah. said
6: fine he was supposed to be handed this thing he was ready to go to the scene and that in that sense then everyone is guilty of negligence so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's a good point
4: in the interview, though, Alex said that he he doesn't feel like he's to blame, and he said if he was, that he would have possibly committed suicide, or he said something really crazy. I, I remember during the interview.
6: I think as an actor, um, would not say what I feel on that topic. Either way, I would just be very apologetic for the family. I would not make it about me in that sense. I just think that, that you're drawing a line there. You're bringing a lot of bad attention to yourself for even stating that, just But just just, I don't think that was smart public relations.
4: Well, he also said that he doesn't care if he has a career after this movie. He did say that.
6: That's fair. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, Well, he probably
0: won't. (laughs) Very emotional. emotional. It's also worth noting the budget on the movie was only $2 million. But he was taking, like, over half the budget for himself.
5: Oh, oh and by God. the way, uh, the crew was, I think, uh, was replaced by non-union crew as Because it's,
0: New Mexico is a right-to-work mm, state. Right-to-work um, state, yeah. No, no, but and also, what,
5: what, what happened was, I think they walked out, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, because yeah. he wouldn't provide uh, enough uh, a hotel or something, so they would have to travel back and they forth. They wouldn't get
0: a hotel that was close enough, so people were, like, sleeping mm-hmm. in their cars, and they were also three weeks behind on being paid.
5: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So people walked off. All yeah. of these things together, uh, it makes sense that there was an. And I think there was an incident prior to that fatal incident on the same yeah. set. Yeah. So, right. and like yeah. I said, with the same AD, there was an incident on other sets. So he was prone to to this type of behavior. Yeah. I guess when they, people are
0: tired. They get sloppy, and that's what happened.
5: Yeah, you know? it's as simple as that. I mean, it around. could have been just that. They all could have been tired, and like I said, after food and you know you don't have the energy i don't know i
2: just yeah
4: it's 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 certainly tragic and i think the investigation is still ongoing as as to who and who is responsible for getting that bullet uh on set and of course the armor definitely mistakenly put it in the gun but how did the real bullets get on set is probably the answer that we need to find out um Also, celebrity news: Gabriel Hall, the brother of Bachelorette star Ivan Hall, he was actually featured on the Bachelorette during the hometown visits when because uh, um, Ivan Hall was one of the top three on the Bachelorette during his season. He actually has been charged with murder. Um, Jesus Christ! Yes, um, nice. he was arrested by the Albaune Police Department for, shoot, for shooting that took place in August on our, August thirty first. Allegedly, he killed a, a man named Carlos Velez. Um, apparently, he had, was found with a gunshot wound in a convenience store parking lot, um, and he is the person of interest. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy because his uh, the Ivan Hall is very proper, very articulate, and then his brother. I mean, they bring his brother on, he's all thugged out. He's got tattoos all over his neck and his face, and like, whoa, his brother is completely different than you know the bachelorette. You know, yeah suitor, you know, um and I remember <laughs> remember seeing them like Jesus Christ man, so that this guy's some some certain certainly some uh, major trouble here, speaking of major trouble, Chris Cuomo terminated from cNN so last week we said he was suspended for apparently covering up for his brother Andrew Cuomo, former governor of New York, and uh apparently um yeah, apparently he was hiding information or was responsible for for um covering up for Andrew's wrongdoing, so um, not surprising.
1: Not yeah. surprising at all.
4: The I he mean, put family first above his his own morals and his career, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So. He could have
5: been threatened. I don't know. By, yeah. his, By his own family. brother. Yes.
4: Yes.
1: Well, of yeah, course. I mean, I would think like uh, Andrew Cuomo, you know, he's the governor of New York. His uh,
0: He does look like a mobster. So. His you career is going
1: down in flames. I mean, like I could see him trying to use every uh, everything possible. I liked Chris Cuomo's like, you know, um, I watched his show a few times. He always, I
4: did. He, yeah, throughout COVID, uh, throughout yeah. you know, when I was watching CNN every day when we were glued yeah. to our TV about COVID. Yeah, I watched was, a lot of his stuff. He posts, was him he and was, Aaron Burnett. Yeah.
1: And he was uh, he was also like really great around um like right after the election, um, you know, when you know, just uh providing a lot of like really cogent analysis when it came to like, well, Donald Trump's uh, complete deterioration. And um, you know, it's it's a shame, but I mean you can't do that. Like that's obviously, uh, ethically, you know, ethically wrong. And he was appropriately punished for it.
4: Yeah. All right. I think it's time to end the night with the rest in peace. Shout outs for those that have sadly passed away include, um, Jacqueline Avant. Um, so, uh, Jacqueline Avant is the, um, mother-in-law of Netflix CEO, um, Ted Sarandos. Um, and the mother of Democratic fundraiser, Nicole Vots. So apparently uh, she was sadly killed by someone named Ariel Mayner, who allegedly shot and killed her after breaking into her Beverly Hills home. Um, yeah, That's um, yeah, so- I remember uh, rest- reading
5: this, yeah. You
4: remember that? reading this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was known for her, for her philanthropic work, um, service on the board of directors of UCLA's International Student Center. Um, also, um, Bob Dole, um, mm. former um, Senator Robert Dole, uh, <laughs> sadly passed away in his sleep at the age of ninety-eight. Um, I yeah. actually had the the privilege of meeting Bob Dole at DC's Dancing Stars event yeah. a couple of years back. He was already wheelchair bound, and uh, I mean, you know, he, he you know certainly looked uh, you know on the ladder latter side of uh, life by that point but uh still you know a gentleman you know whether you agree with his politics or not he, he was uh, well i
1: i will say i will say know. that um New he was is, coming
6: <laughs> he,
1: he was definitely someone uh one of the very rare people from that political side of the aisle that i respected so yeah. um mm-hmm. you know i will say that like he he definitely did I didn't agree with his politics but he definitely seemed like a man of integrity and yeah. seemed like a man who actually did what he believed. Uh.
2: Yeah,
4: apparently he was responsible for shaping tax policy, foreign policy, farm and nutrition programs and rights for the disabled, uh, protections against discrimination in employment, education, public services in the Americas uh in the Americans with the Disabilities Act. So
6: The character there that's for sure. Yeah
4: for sure uh eddie mecca an actor on laverne and shirley shirley who who played carmine the big ragu ragusa passed away at the age of 69
1: Huh. okay i remember, remember
4: that i remember him you remember him and I never, I never watched lauren shirley uh martha de laurentis a producer whose credits include film adaptations of red dragon and hannibal sadly passed away due to brain cancer 67 Oh. Uh, uh, Yvonne Wilder, known for work in West Side Story, numerous TV shows. And as you know, West Side Story is going to be a big movie coming up. Uh, Sally passed away uh, at the age of 84. Um, Anthony Sher, one of the most acclaimed Shakespearean actors of his generation. He passed away at the age of 72. And um, John Sol Alexander, a one-time child actor who played a supporting role in the Oscar nominated film, The Beasts of the Southern Wild, was killed in a, in a shooting incident in Louisiana at the young age of twenty two. Jeez. Jeez. She was um twelve years old when she did Beasts of the Southern Wild. Um and uh Yeah, apparently her and a man were shot inside a vehicle this past Saturday in New Orleans. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's crazy and um america's got talent contestant jj phillips heavy metal musician who appeared on competition show uh, sadly passed away after a battle with covid 19 guys um Mm -hmm. and you know what guys he had yet to be vaccinated so if this is any proof guys the guy was only 30 years old he's only 30 years old um Get your goddamn vaccination. Yeah. <laughs> vaccinated. Get
5: vaccinated. No, no, get your boosters now.
4: Yeah. Uh, there's some deniers out there, and I think it's kind of analogous, like I was talking about the Don't Look Up movie. Like, don't look up, don't get vaccinated. It's like, but it's mm-hmm. crazy. And, of course, with Death, We Celebrate Life, with some happy birthday shoutouts. Kim Basinger, happy birthday, 68 today. Wendell Pierce from The Wire is 58. Terry Hatcher, the original Lois Lane is 57 god um,
1: she was she was so hot back in the
4: night. right, right? <laughs> she's still hot <laughs> yeah something compares to you singer seney o'connor it's 55 great song oh, by the way
1: she's also she's also incredibly beautiful even though she shaved her head
4: yeah she was yeah. was that a great song written yeah. by Pets, of course. but right sing it tiff that's a great song
6: now stuck in my head all night now
4: i know right <laughs> uh Written by Prince.
1: <laughs> Supposed to be a Prince was uh, was gonna use it as his own song, but he decided
6: to take it to Yeah. right?
2: Yeah. Donna
6: had just the perfect emotional um, range for that. Her voice was just, it was dead on. Yeah.
2: It, yeah.
6: I heard it, I cried. My mom played it, when I was a little kid. I didn't understand right? what, until I mean, I found out later on, and I was like, oh, this is so heartbreaking. It's not about love at all, but it's just like I thought it was the saddest song I would ever heard.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: That is sad but beautiful, right?
6: Yeah,
4: Dominic from Lost. Um, Lord of the Rings is 45. Ian Summerholder from Vampire Diaries, Anna. yes, I know you love him. Um, singer Coop.
5: Gu- oh, yeah, another
4: guilty pleasure. Not Kate on Vogel from One Tree Hills, 35.
5: Had to <laughs> look at that, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are both, know. yeah,
4: well, lots of those, man. Anna Sophia Robb from the Carrie Diaries, and she's in the New Amsterdam show. Um, wait, no, she's not in New Amsterdam. She's in um, Dr. Death. Um,
2: and she,
4: yes, happy birthday, Anna Sophia Robb's 28th. That's birthday today. Uh, we'd like to thank, of course, uh, this amazing panel that's joined us tonight. Um, this is also a celebration for Mike the General Zod. Happy birthday, Zod. Happy birthday. Thank
2: you.
4: Um, hope we have assembled a great panel for you, uh, Zad. Absolutely.
1: Um, I couldn't have asked for a better, yeah. better <laughs> group of and people. And I also wanted to, you, um,
4: yeah, I, I'm, Chachi said he wanted to mention it when when he comes back on the show, but Chachi's going through a family issue right now, and that's why he hasn't been with us, but um, our um, thoughts and prayers are with Chachi. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he'll be welcoming to talk about it when he's uh, back on BTV. Uh But nonetheless, um, on behalf of this amazing, amazing panel, starting with tiffany marie ford tmf fiero winters whispers of autumn what other nicknames do you have um
6: i I mean tmf just just does it these days (laughs) yeah right right (laughs) it works i like it
4: i'm glad you're with us and with baby in tow and um wow baby's gonna be coming up in roughly you said four weeks
6: Four weeks. Somehow I'm gonna have to bring him on the show and then let you Oh guys- my
4: god, we're gonna see the baby on on V T V. Wow. We'll have to. We'll <laughs>
6: have to send you guys some selfies in. I mean I'm you know, breastfeeding on the show is probably frowned upon. So, you know, two hours. <laughs> <laughs> two hours. Uh, but a couple weeks, that's and and honestly, you know what? If I'm on another show before January twentieth at the latest, he might be born on the show. Who knows? <laughs>
4: who knows? Wow, that would be something. Like that that is, was live birth <laughs> on the show. Um,
6: moist here. Uh, <laughs> go.
4: Oh Bye. my all right jesse fresco hardcore bloodshot cosplayer podcaster from film rescue and many Mm -hmm. more thank you for coming back on btb oh
0: of course good to be here and of course
4: the ravishing russian anna kuchma from jersey new york representing check her out in vinyl on hbo where else where else can we find you (laughs) tell us where else we can
5: I don't
4: know. Uh, Ugly Betty. That's- Ugly Betty. Check her out on Ugly Betty. Um, many more awesome accolades. And on behalf of everybody here, this amazing, beautiful panel and a continuation of the Christmas show, we will see you guys next week. Only two more shows left in 2021, guys. Yes. We'll see you next time. Until then,
2: peace. Peace. With-
4: all right so special interview time originally we we're supposed to get actress adrian ray from the game but pr machine comes through in the clinch and gives us an amazing amazing guest that we're presenting uh you can check her out uh, on december 17th on amazon prime a romantic comedy series called with love you might recognize her from america's next top model or uh when they see us on netflix um so we're excited to present a great interview with Actress and model, Isis King. All right, guys, we have a special interview here on Below the Belt Show. PR machine pulls through. So um, when a guest cancels, we get an incredible guest uh, just to save the day. And we are so happy to welcome this amazing actress on BTB. Um, She's going to be in With Love, a romantic comedy series that will be dropping on Amazon Prime on December 17th. Uh you've might have seen her in America's next top model. Of course, when they see us at amazing uh mini-series on Netflix, we have Isis King here on BTB. Woo!
3: Hi, how what are you time? guys? Thank you for having me.
4: Thank you for joining us, Isis. Wow. So um let's you you just mentioned um before we started the interview that you were just at the um red carpet premiere for with love. Um tell us about how that event went down with our friends. Uh, From PR Machine, including Mike Leota.
3: Yes, I love Mike Leota, my publicist. Um, Last night was magical. um, I feel like it took me so long to get to this point, and I've always imagined what it would be like. Um, I've been acting for 13, 14 years, but my very first series regular. And to be with um, Gloria, who is the most amazing creator and showrunner, um, and such an amazing cast, to be there with this, long princess gown it was amazing we had so much fun
4: that is awesome how many episodes did uh, the audience get to see
3: uh two we saw two episodes okay yeah so Uh, all all together is five um but the uh, episodes are hour long like a full hour too. so okay um yeah we only watched two
4: now is this the first time you're portraying a latinx character
3: um no i feel like in um in the past uh Mm -hmm. Some have said I'm ambiguous, so throughout my career, I have uh, portrayed um, different minorities um, and tried to honor them as best I can through storytelling and also being honest. And I'm just so thankful for a character like this who is so similar to me, who has so many... I I even told Gloria at one point, I said, I feel like, do you have cameras in here? Like, Are you watching my life?
2: Because... um, (laughs)
3: Following your like, following their career, Soul is an the oncologist. They mm-hmm. have uh, their friends support, the family support, and now they're kind of their friends are pushing them to try to date. Um, and I'm like, shit, that's literally me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Soul is just a kind person, and I feel like for for the trans community, especially trans community of color, we're kind mm-hmm. of portrayed in media a certain way. So oh. to play a, a a character who is just a lovable family member who just wants yeah. to be happy is really refreshing.
4: Now, did you actually date your doctor in real life? D- no. Okay. My doctors, okay. Are,
3: my doctors in real life were like older
4: Keep it a women, profession. you know, like
3: before a kid, you know, No. <laughs>
4: Well, how was it the uh, the audition process for this? Because uh your the the characters also transgender like yourself. Um yeah. were you kind of like the immediate decision um, you know, based on being an actual transgender actress, or was there a little more of a bigger process in securing the role?
3: Also, uh, I had a, a self, you know, it happened I feel like maybe like February, March of last year. Um the first audition was a self tape, of course, through the pandemic. And then I love the character so much because, like I said, um, you would think you would get roles like this often, like auditions where you feel so familiar to the character, but you actually don't. Like for trans characters, we don't get characters like this who are just kind and have all these things. So right away, I was like, because I've been yearning for something like this, Yeah. I was like, like, I really want this role. I did the audition, didn't hear anything for five weeks. And then out of nowhere my manager hit me up and said hey you have a call back tomorrow for this uh, audition and it's through zoom and the creator's gonna be on the call all the casting everybody i'm like it- it's been five weeks how do i know if i remember she was just like wait <laughs> this is what you want with my manager Brittany, i love her this is what she always says this is what you want right you remember so i picked up the script and actually i was like oh wow like it is still in there so um I, right before the audition, I never say this usually, but right before Mm -hmm. the the call back, I said, can you, I called my manager and said, can you pray with me? And I feel even when Gloria, I got on and she told me a little bit more about the character and that's so how they are with their family and they wear a cross. And I just happened to put a cross on for the second audition. And I was like, I have on, I have on this. And then, you know, the rest is history. I found out um shortly after that I got the part but it was a a pretty long process but I guess once the second audition happened it the rest was like quick and then my manager called me crying "Guess what and I'm like why you know we've been working for five years so you know it's been a journey with me and my manager and just so thankful to be here oh wow
4: congratulations
5: I was reading a little bit about you and uh, at some point you mentioned that you want to be involved in a project that has to do with superheroes because you feel like a superhero yourself. Have you accomplished that or are you still working on that? And how, where would you like to be in, <laughs> I guess?
3: I haven't accomplished that yet, but me being someone who even yesterday realized, wow, I've really manifested this for myself all the way back when I was a background extra of top model and said, if I can do this, I can act. The roles might not be there, but I really want to do this. And working on my craft and the small parts came through until we kind of got to this point now, right? So I'm continuing to manifest all of it. Um, I'm the biggest. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a comic book artist. I know one one comic Mm -hmm. person recently said, oh, you know, these actresses always want to come in and try to get these parts. And I'm like, well, if you know anything about me, would know that i actually grew up wanting to be a comic book artist and illustrator and then Mm -hmm. i actually transitioned into fashion design which is what i went to college for but i still have a fashion illustration style that's based on comics so like my that's actually my background i've been the biggest x-men fan since i was seven when i saw the original Mm -hmm. cartoon in uh, 1992 Mm -hmm. and um since then i love marvel and dc of course i would want to be in the x-men project but I just want to be able to kick butt. Which, car- and,
2: like, Which character? Which character though? Powers.
3: I don't. Don't put me in the universe to be like a cop. Like I want. Right.
4: Keep- <laughs> <laughs> Which character? Any particular character?
3: Um. Okay. Would- so Lashina, maybe if it was a DC character, who I think she's she's pretty cool. Um. And even though I'm more of a superhero person, I feel like there are some villains in Marvel who I love, like Vertigo mm. and Spiral, who I think. It would be awesome to bring Spiral to life with their six arms. And I say, always oh. say like spiral twirls and teleports and like that's too much twirling to not do. <laughs> or you know, in the community. So um I I would love to play one of those characters or even a new one or even something where I get to be a creature or something. Um I just wanna have fun and 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 show the weirdness, you know, I'm not well, afraid of of that.
5: We need to put this out into the universe, and hopefully they'll figure out a character for you. We manifest what we put out, I guess, and hopefully it's coming your way.
3: I appreciate it. I I receive that for sure. I I just want to cry to like my mom or my manager and say like, I'm in this rehearsal and I'm like working out, you know, and I'm I'm so tired and sore. That's what I want. (laughs) <laughs> I can't wait to get to that point where I'm sore because my trainer's is, like, stretching me to be able to do some crazy kick on the wire. Like, I'm, it sounds crazy, but, hey, I was, like, pre-transition watching Top Model thinking, like, oh, right. I would love that. But I'm 5'7", and I wasn't, you know, I didn't even transition yet. So that happened. So if that can happen.
5: Anything can happen. Anything exactly. is possible. I compare well. anything to that. Anything
3: <laughs> to that is not far-fetched.
4: Right on. Well, That's I watched good. the trailer With Love, if we can go back to With Love for a little bit. Oh, it sounds, it, it just seems like such a fun series. Um, And coming from this big fa- family, I feel like the Filipino families are very similar to Latinx families.
3: Oh,
4: Mahako Cayo. Oh, well, Salamat. <laughs> <laughs> so when, uh, you know, they, they, they said in the trailer, when you date someone, you kind of date the family because uh, their yeah. the family is such a big part of the life. Of the life. Uh, what, what can we, what can the audiences expect out of this series?
3: It's so amazing because you're going to see so many different love stories happening at one time. It's about five love stories. You're going to see it across um, age groups. You're going to see it across um, gender identities and orientations. It's really something for everyone. And for me, my family is just like this. You um, have uh, trans, gay, lesbian, cis, straight, like it's, it's everything. and. And i don't think it's far-fetched for other families to feel the same i think that you will find multiple people at first i said one person but you will find multiple people you identify with because i think all the characters for me i love all of the characters and you're just going to see love story you're going to see people fall in love refine their love um mm-hmm. it's going to be a little conflict a lot of family drama and may. um okay. And May. character, you get to see um something you've never seen, and that's a trans character find love in a holiday themed TV show or movie.
5: Well, love is universal, so it makes sense. And it's finally something that's so versatile, but at the same time so relatable. Because like I can't wait to look and watch it and just really feel it in my heart.
3: You
4: know? Yeah. yeah. It, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna mention in the trailer, you, you mentioned uh, be afraid i believe your character says be afraid oh be afraid! can, be afraid. can you allude to uh what that could be about
3: ah uh, yes so jorge jr um mark is one of my favorite people um he bring his partner home to visit the family for the first time so it was my character soul um entered meeting Vinny's character for the first time and saying like oh like our family is scary you know, and it was kind of, I, I like to think that um, Jorge Jr. and Sol, like, they're so close. They're the two queer ones in the family. And a lot of times mm-hmm. you kind of have that special bond with your family member who is also queer that is so different than everyone else. And we've end up creating that bond ourselves. But I would probably be the one to say that jokingly to um, a new person. But um, I guess the family is pretty all over the place. So maybe, <laughs> maybe Sol wasn't joking.
5: Oh yeah, wow. These are complicated, I guess. Yeah. But I uh, love-
3: loving. It's a really, really loving family. Uh, and the cast you can see even from us last night, like it's I'm so lucky to be with a cast that I really, really like. It's pretty cool. Everyone that, is so sweet.
5: The chemistry is definitely important. Not just the, uh working, but at the end you make relationships and hopefully stay friends and mm-hmm. Do other projects together. It's, it could lead to yes. anything. Yeah, that, that's the
3: hope, and that's what Gloria did with Todd, who um, plays my love interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was one of her leads on her last show, One Day at a Time, and now he's here. So Gloria is just the best all around, and she's one of the funny. She's also in the show, and she's one oh, of cool. the funniest characters. She's funny in real life too, but her character um, Gladys is so funny.
4: Yeah, she's the uh, creator of this series, and she mm-hmm. was a co-creator one, one day at a time, which I think is really awesome. Is she did she also direct a few episodes as well?
3: I uh, no, but we had a different um woman of color direct each episode. So oh, well, actually, one directed the first and the last. Was it yeah? But but all different directors, all like powerful, amazing women. Um, the vibe on it was just a vibe
4: yeah it was a vibe it, it was, was a vibe and um it seems um, like a nice fiesta too a lot of fun oh, oh
3: yeah oh we have fun, we have fun. <laughs> like last night we turned we had the after par- yeah turn up it's a party a yeah. little <laughs> just a little <laughs> <laughs> i have to get ready right after this and do um a screening with a few of them and i'm interested to see how everyone how everyone is doing today because i just got out of bed and threw myself together like, uh, uh, uh I left at like 11.30. 30. For me, that's like I'm not a night person. So oh, okay. you know, got there like six something for the carpet and we yeah. by the time the uh after party was like eleven something. I was like, oh yeah. Oh. Gloria, Gloria can like turn up. <laughs> 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 she deserves it. She was there right? every day from the very beginning to the very end, every day. Mm-hmm. And then double duty when she had to act or when her and Andy um, uh, co-EP like had to switch something, I'm just like, wow. And always with a smile and positive energy and like she really is a superwoman.
4: And I love how it's a holiday series because there's a ton Mm -hmm. of holiday movies, Mm -hmm. but how many holiday series are there? Not many, right? Yeah,
3: and it's awesome because with this series, each episode is a different holiday. So you don't get mm-hmm. stuck. You don't get stuck. You kind of see this family and their friends mm-hmm. go through the whole year and some of their biggest moments, which are the holidays. So uh, we have a few. I think my favorite is 4th of July, okay. uh, which is episode number four. We got to go on location um, in Malibu. And yeah, I have really fun. A lot of fun on the episode.
4: Let me guess. The last episode is the Christmas episode.
3: No, actually, that's the first episode. Oh, OK. Ah, uh, the last episode um is kind of goes through a few holidays. You have to wait and see. It kinda of ends on of Christmas. I don't wanna give too much away. Okay. But um it it ends on a little
5: cliffhanger I'll Oh say okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So any Can we cha- check it out. Any challenges of uh, filming the show that you I-
3: i would say a challenge i had it wasn't a big challenge but it was something new for me Mm -hmm. um filming with um a child um uh one of the actors on the show uh they were 14 so um you can only they can only work a certain amount of hours so for that episode in malibu um for the fourth of july we were there and you know we got them on set but you know to make it work so we could get all the shots we needed there was a stand and it was like a grown, a grown woman who was the same size though, with Mm -hmm. like a wig that looked like their hair. And they sat there opposite me. And it was the first time I I dealt with this. Mm -hmm. And, um, and they wanted them to read with me to kind of get, you know, so they can get my angles from over their shoulder. So, uh, they read, but they never saw the script and he had a strong accent and they're reading with me. And I was like,
5: um, <laughs> I was
3: like okay I have to this is the first time the child is being like really sassy with me so it's like really expressive on my side so I was like um Gloria can you <laughs> <laughs> so Gloria stepped in and they stayed there but Gloria kind of was behind them and kind of read with me to kind of give me more to kind of mm-hmm. bounce off of mm-hmm. and then yeah. when it was time to turn the cameras and uh, the child came uh Birdie came to set Birdie was just killing it and I was on the other side like like giving a yeah. real expression because they were so sassy and I was like okay see that's not fair <laughs>
6: <laughs> that's not fair but um we had
3: so much fun and, oh, and I also man. know for next time um hopefully we get a season two and yes. I, w- I will be ready for that and know how it works when you have a child and you have a certain amount of hours so When is my my coverage? Maybe a stand-in is there and I'll be mentally prepared.
2: Right
4: on. Well, I'd like to go back to When They See Us because that was such a powerful series. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, talk to us about um, your character of Norman, who's also Marcy. Mm -hmm. Um, Any parallels with this particular character? Anything that resonated with you or related to you with this character?
3: Yeah, definitely. So first of all, Shout out to Ava, another queen. Like, how lucky am I to work with Ava and then Gloria? Like, I really
4: fucked
3: up. I have to say that.
2: Ava's Um, amazing.
3: So I wasn't kicked out of the house, right? But uh, at the beginning of my transition, it was really hard for my family. And that was right when I moved to New York to transition because I knew that they would be a hindrance to my journey so mm-hmm. i moved to but even before that like i have younger brothers um i'm the oldest of three so even when norman was there waiting for the brother trying to keep them out of trouble i've had that conversation with both of my siblings oh okay. and then um after the transition uh the family not understanding i could at the beginning of my transition it was really similar to that and i'm not going to call you that name Like, all of that was really similar. But then also for me, I moved into the shelter in New York um, when I first moved there. And that's kind of when I got discovered. But in the shelter, I also heard so many stories from um, trans people who were in the shelter because they were kicked out. Um, But also um, being in a ballroom scene and just hearing stories or working at LGBT centers like Huston Pride or um, GMHC, I've heard so many stories. So it really resonated because I... Uh, I went through that partly, but it was enhanced, um, the stories hearing from other people firsthand throughout my the beginning of my transition. So it was really, I was really excited to play a character like that to really show depth um, for my skills, but all, and also to play pre and post transition, which I don't think has really happened or been done. Um, yeah. And I was just really thankful because those are real conversations. and to see it from a perspective of the siblings is something we never really see. And um, for Corey's love for his sister and and how that kind of transcended through this through episode four, mm-hmm. it was heartbreaking. You know, we never get to see that. We always kind of um, see trans people as sexualized or demonized, but like this is just a sibling who wanted to to survive and to be there for. Her brother oh, and that wow. was really heartbreaking. And also, I love Niecy, so to see her in a serious role and her yelling at me, I was yeah. Mad, I, but I was also like,
2: Niecy, you guys should yell at me. <laughs> for you. So what a
4: powerful scene, by the way, and and great acting Thank by you. everybody in that scene. Uh, in particular, you, 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 you killed it. Um, and yeah, uh, so I, 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 I agree
5: with yeah, I, yeah, right. I was gonna say I, I agree with Al so much that that uh, your acting ability is just phenomenal. Like I, really I was watching it. this and, and crying and feeling for you, identifying with you and I, I just have to tell you, thank you.
4: I really oh.
3: appreciate it. Thank you so much.
5: Yeah. Of course.
4: And of course, working with Jarell Jerome uh, in two two big scenes, uh, how, how was your experience of working with Jarell?
3: Okay, so me, Jarell and me. like Jarell is such a goofball. And on set, I remember it was one scene where it goes when he's having a flashback when he's at the mm-hmm. beginning. So he's in a cell and I'm in the cell with him. So me, him and Nisi, like to start that scene off, we were in the cell with him and they're like, we're all acting silly and then it's time to get serious. And then at one point Jarrell was trying to make me laugh and I was like, look, I'm only here for a few days. <laughs> Don't get me in trouble. Like... <laughs> Because he just jumped right into it because he was already playing the character and it was at the beginning for me. So yeah. he's making me laugh and then I'm like, oh, I need a minute. But um I had so much fun with him. I had so much fun with him. He is so talented. When he won that Emmy, I cried. Right? Um we had a picture of me, him, and the real Corey. Uh mm. it was I feel like I won the Emmy too. Um I was wow. just so proud of him and what he commanded in that role. And then when I met Corey and see his mannerisms and the way he talked. I was it it blew my mind even more to know what Jarrell did, like brilliant.
4: really brought out the persona of of, mm-hmm, of Corey. Wow. and your your particular character, Marcy, was that was also based on an actual character a person, correct? Y- yeah.
3: so funny little story. I was trying to I'm trying to not talk so much. Um, So when I transitioned in New York, when I was in the shelter, I used to go to an organization, you know, during the day, you kind of have to be out of it, of the program. So I would used to go to this organization called The Door. And at The Door, you have to be like 21 and under. They like P.H.U. You can do like get on computers, Vogue, whatever you want. So some of the ballroom people who were like in that group would go into the section and we would Vogue. And it was this one... Um, Young person named Vanity, who I was just dressing up at the time, um, but so sweet, amazing, vulgar. Never thought anything about it. Like, we always saw each other. We always talked, everything. This was so many years ago. After it came out, I got a message from Vanity, someone who I haven't talked to in like maybe 13 years or so. And Vanity said, Thank you for representing my sister so well. And the thing is, I heard, so, so, Niecy's, you know, at the end, Nisi's character had another baby. So the younger child ended up transitioning, ironically. And oh. I had no idea that that younger child, mm-hmm. who I knew as Vanity, ended up being the sibling. So when when she now transitioned to a, a beautiful woman, when she told me, like, thank you um, for doing my sister justice, and I thought about it, it literally gave me chills because I had no yeah. idea that it would be in a way a full circle. I had a connection to Marcy and Corey 13 years before I even, like, the, the project. That is
4: amazing. Wow, the parallel. Crazy.
5: It was crazy. meant to be. Serendipity. That's, that's, yeah, absolutely. Crazy. That um, is crazy. Well,
4: I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, talk to you about uh, the controversy with Dave Chappelle. I, I was wanting to know your thoughts. Uh, oh. Wondering if you watched his... Uh, Special the I closer, and they, do you have an opinion?
3: This on, on, is this is when I have a drink. Um, <laughs> this is when I drink.
4: Um, and if you won't, uh, don't want to share your opinion, I totally we totally yeah, get it. Yeah, but
3: um, yeah, I, I haven't, and I I would rather okay. I would rather okay. not.
4: Okay, I would Fair. rather not. Okay, what about some tirity with yes. the next top model supposedly? contestants made 40 a day they had no residuals they had to pay for their own food which is according to sarah hartshorn um uh takara stood up for tyra um but you know at the end of the day they're reality show contestants and i know you know working you know in reality casting myself in the past know that at the end of the day you know you're contestants and yeah you're going to get a per diem but you're definitely not going to get anywhere near Tyra, but I think the whole uh, cancel Tyra thing is kind of a little blown out of proportion, personally.
3: I personally, I mean, I've said it in many interviews, I completely agree with that. Um, for me, like, I was homeless. Like, I got discovered and went on a show with Homeless. Um, I, I literally packed and left this shelter that I was, in a way, thriving at because I had a full time job and he allowed me to save my money. Um, I left that to go to Top Model. I don't know if I was getting $40 a day, but I will say we were getting per diem, of course, like you said. Mm-hmm. I feel like, don't quote me, well, I mean quote me, because I'm saying it, but I mm-hmm. feel like when we were in the house, the per diem was around 150. Okay. And then, and then when you get eliminated, and if you're being sequestered, the per diem was around $50. So I think the 40 was around right, but I think it was once you're sequestered. Yeah. Um, depending on how long you sequestered, if you could eliminate it first, of course they're going to keep you until they get about halfway where they send the first batch of girls home. They keep you because for decoy modeling, mm-hmm. if they if they were somewhere filming out in the public, they have to have those other girls so you don't know which girls are eliminated. So they kind of sequester you at the beginning until you get about halfway, and then mm-hmm. they usually would go overseas, and then they would send the first batch home. So if you're sequestered, if you get eliminated first or second, of course you're only going, you're going to be making like Forty, fifty dollars a day because it's it's different when you're being filmed. Um, so for me, I was eliminated fifth. Um,
6: mm-hmm.
3: but I managed to. I remember one girl blew like all of the money, and for me, like <laughs> I, I was, I, it was a good amount for me. Not, mm-hmm. I mean, now obviously it's nothing. Like I wish it was more, but I was right. walking away with almost five k. Um, because since I was sh- like homeless. I was thinking about when I leave this, I'm eliminated or, you know, I can't spend this money because I don't know what's going to happen when I leave this. So I left with 5k and I ended up having to live on that for a few months because I end up sleeping on floors and stuff when I got off the show and everything like that. Um, but I will say, I always say, I think it's interesting to look in looking at Tyra and the show through today's lens, because mm-hmm. For me, I, if I go back, I've recently came across some old pictures that were posted from like one of the fan pages with mm-hmm. all the old comments. And if I posted all the comments that used to happen towards me, 90% of it was saying the opposite of what 90% of people are saying about me today. Like, that's horrible. That No, it was the opposite back then. I was afraid to come out the house for the first two weeks once the show premiered. And mm-hmm. I was a kind person on the show. But... People didn't want to see me there. You know, they were horrible. So I They weren't I just, ready they, yet. Say it again.
5: They weren't ready yet.
3: Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, and also Tyra is the face, but she's not the only one making the, the decisions. You have Mob. Um, you have the network, you have so many other people. Mm-hmm. So I always think it's interesting that people think Tyra's the one that just makes yeah. the decisions. So they're giving her all of the heat.
2: They're right. Um, yeah.
3: So, so then, you know, I mean, granted, do I wish I made on all stars? We did get paid. I think that's the only season we got paid. It wasn't right. like a lot, but it was like 13. And then after taxes, like 900 per episode, um, guaranteed for I'm giving all the details. But, you know, like somebody <laughs> already said the number. So <laughs> I, I get like I get residuals for that. Every time okay. I get my five dollar residual check, I feel rich, you know. Yes. Um. i I do do wish we were getting money and and to think about how big the show was Mm -hmm. i wish i wish we did get paid but um and whenever you're in the house you do have to buy your own groceries and pay for your own laundry but if ever you're on set or or away on set they do feed you um and yeah i think outside of that you know i just wish everyone skills and I wish everyone like happiness. It's tough, you know. I, I do wish we got paid. I need it, right. you know. I, I was course. homeless. I left and still still was homeless. But you know, I'm just so grateful for everything that's happened after the show because if I didn't do that show, I would definitely not be here with you guys today.
4: Wow. So, yeah. You know, everybody's
3: story isn't like that, but that's my story. So I.
4: Can't You've been like a trailblazer ever since uh, America's Next Top Model. Thanks. I mean, you were the first transgender contestant and. And now you're you're just breaking all these barriers so uh it's been a journey yeah I'm just i'm
3: here 14 years later like it's been a long
4: time i love it <laughs> but, and one more but. thing i want to throw out before we go um i'm reading that well one source said annapolis once said laurel but i'm from baltimore county uh tell us about your baltimore roots let's go
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm actually i don't know where they ever got annapolis from i never live in annapolis Okay. Um, i'm from pg
4: pg and, okay so laurel was correct
3: I, I lived all over PG, so I like to just say PG. PG The last County. place I lived was Laurel, so and I lived there the longest, so I can say Laurel, but it's weird because I lived in New Carrollton, Fairmont Heights, yes. and like so many other places, but I just still say PG. PG, girl. My ex-boyfriend was in Baltimore, so I was always there. But Oh,
4: um, well, there you go. How often do you get down uh, back to the DMV?
3: At the beginning of the pandemic, I went twice. Okay. But then my mom just moved out, but um, okay. all my family's still there. So I want to go back and, and visit again, like, when not crazy circumstances. Um, sure.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And to Anna... More.
3: When I used to live on the East Coast, I used to just ride a, like, $20 bus down because I'm like, okay, exactly. why would I pay all that money when I can spend? I'm just that person. Like, I can spend $20 mm-hmm. on a bus. Why would I spend hundreds mm-hmm. to fly down for four hours? Yeah. I got so used to doing it. It was nothing. Mm-hmm. So, and when I lived in New York, I would just go all the time. But now I'm on the West Coast. You're in LA now, for, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been here for five. I've been here for five and a half years now. And okay. now it's just like, oh, I want to travel. I want to go there. I want to go there. And then it's like, oh, it's just wow. so much more effort. Even going to the <laughs> airport here is just so much I effort. I know it's a little more
4: effort. But <laughs> hey, the holidays are coming. I'm sure uh, you want to see your fam, you know? No doubt, right?
3: I do, but I'm not traveling for the holidays.
5: Okay. Yeah, it's all, be a headache, all the probably. Flights, say it again. It's gonna be a headache probably with those.
3: Yeah, and then all the I have friends who like flew recently, and all the flights got canceled, and I'm just like, and I have a puppy right now that I got him a few months ago, so it's just like, I ugh, okay. yeah, I just travel with them. I'm like, if I travel with them. I want someone to travel with me the first time. I don't know. I'm just, it's going to freak me out. I have to cry or have to, it's like, I want somebody there with me the first time. I don't want to just jump into that process by myself. Like I have a like rambunctious little Yorkie, you
4: (laughs) know? And it's cute. Those are so cute. I don't, I'm
3: I'm
2: nervous.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Isis, wow. This has been amazing. Thank you so much. One thing you shouldn't be nervous is how great your series is going to be. the reviews I've I've read are great. I can't wait to see it. December 17th yes. with love, con amor en espanol,
2: right? <laughs> All episodes
3: uh-huh. up, so binge it. Tell your friends. OK. Watch it twice or three times. Let Maybe four.
2: Know. <laughs> right.
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. And before we let you go, Isis, if you could let us know who you are. Throw out a plug for with love, whatever you want, and let us know you're on below the belt show.
3: Hey guys, I'm Isis King. Okay. Hey guys, I'm Isis King from With Love, premiering December 17th on Amazon Prime, and you are watching Below the Belt Show.
4: Yes! Awesome! (laughs) Let's do a snapshot on the count of three. One. Okay, one, two, three. There it is. tyra taught you the smizing right
3: (laughs) my manager yesterday was just like you don't never smile in your pictures you you look i'm like okay but when i smile i have this big old smile with all these teeth and it takes away from the fierceness of the photo she's like but you're casting me start smiling i'm like yeah but i look goofy when i smile i'm trying to look fierce and be i'm trying to be a character i'm so goofy but it's like i get on there i'm like
4: did you <laughs> like, <it> get it? <laughs> That's awesome! Wow. Isis, thank you so much. Best of luck with the, with the series. Can't wait thank to it. see it.
5: Definitely thank guys a pleasure. So much. Thank you Have so a good much. holiday. Have Happy holidays.
4: holidays. Right.
2: Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Full show tonight, oh. and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys
0: of Baltimore saying. Until next time, keep chilling like a villain. Bye, bye, bye.